0: Welcome to Saucer Cinema, the podcast about UFOs, aliens, and otherworldly phenomena in film, TV, and other media. I'm your host, Alex. On this episode... John Ferrer returns to the pod to talk about 1971's The Christmas Martian, directed by Bernard Gosselin. Everybody. Uh today I have again on the pod the Prince of Presents, the Sultan of Santas, it's <laughs> John Ferrer, <laughs> Christmas connoisseur.
1: Yes. <laughs> Hello. It's surreal to be uh introduced as a christmas connoisseur but i'll take it well you know we,
0: we I, I i weird you know weird christmas connoisseur you know? yeah
1: yeah no i i like it it's just um just hearing it back you're like wow king of christmas yeah yeah okay. no, no, nobody told me
0: <laughs> yeah well i mean i'll i'll, I'll, I'll make a i'll get up a little plaque for you yeah i was gonna say where's my medal yeah <laughs> put it next to your uh world's greatest you know, grandson or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so today we're gonna be here here to talk about. Uh, oh God, I I gotta say it just upfront. <laughs> this this movie is an abomination before God. It is the scales have been torn from my eyes. I I, I now see the world in a completely different light, and uh, I don't know if I like what I see. <laughs> yeah yeah oh man uh, yeah
1: i i i kind of i kind of forced this movie on you
0: but you know what i i accepted it so really it's my (laughs) fault that's my i I, you know i i i took it on i said i'm gonna do this as my special you know christmas episode and
1: yeah and and look what happened
0: uh oh did i mention what it was i don't know
1: um no, the Christmas Martian. Uh, <laughs> if I if I didn't mention it, you could also try to say the fancy French title. Um, I think it does actually just literally translate to the Christmas Martian. It's not one of those um, where they just came up with a totally different, yeah, uh, U.S. name for it. Um, it's going to be weird talking about it because I have like uh, I've seen it several times <laughs> and uh, and have kind of a weird connection to it at this point. Like you know, I'm sure you're familiar with this from. Uh, I think we both watch a lot of bad movies. Um, oh, yeah,
0: absolutely.
1: Like when you kind of keep returning to them, um, you sort of form this, like it's like I almost want to call it like a version of Stockholm Syndrome, but that's not really fair because you are the one who voluntarily submitted yourself to the movie in the first place. Yes. So it's, <laughs> it's like if you like I like hired somebody to ironically kidnap you because you thought it would be funny, and then you actually, you actually fall in love with the kidnapper. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's that's the only that's the only way I could draw a line to Stockholm Syndrome, but it is kind of like um, you know, like the the classics like um Plan 9 and The Room and Birdemic. Oh yeah. Um, when you start watching them for the, you know, fourth or fifth time, you you start to realize you're kind of reacting to it the way that you would a movie that you have a more sincere uh connection to. And sometimes that line starts to get really blurry (laughs) in terms of, I feel like the room is is a weird exception because it's, um, there's kind of a weird sinister thing with that movie where like you, you kind of don't think that, that that's a good guy making that movie. Um, And, and so it's very funny to watch, but it's, I don't think you ever kind of have this, you never really find the heart to it because it's kind of so inept and ugly in a lot of ways
0: I really feel like that movie is very human and even though it's very off. And so like, I, like it is kind of like a, an alien's sincere attempt to understand human beings, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, you're whilst- right. It is, it is. There's something about it. that's kind of like a, like a scream from somebody's heart. And even yeah. if you kind of like don't totally relate to where he's coming from with that. Yeah. I think you're right. I think that is probably the connection is that to some degree, you know that he is manifesting, um some version of his true self in a way that you kind of can't help but be like you can't help but you know look at it in a way that's slightly more than just look at it and laugh at and walk away you're kind of like drawn to it
0: yeah yeah exactly cuz like it is like an insight to the person who made it i mean that's that's what that's what makes it as inept as it is it makes it a genuine piece of art i think something like ed wood's movies count as that too because you know they're obviously very sincere and definitely come from him (laughs) you know his point of view and
1: I I like his movies probably the best of any of those just because to me those feel like um, he's a perfectly fine like imaginative creator he just happens to not care about uh, details and yeah I've kind of grown to be more like like I'm kind of like why why does everything have to be so perfect? Um, yeah. Yeah. I like mean, his whole concept of just kind of like, just throw some stuff in there, like make it close enough. So it looks like a graveyard. We don't need to like go crazy. You start to go like, especially in kind of like the world we live in of people kind of just um, making vid- movies on their phones and stuff. It's it's getting closer to that kind of Ed Wood reality where um, can we just sort of skip to the, the dragons and dinosaurs and whatnot without having to actually like do all the (laughs) legwork. Like it's sort of. Yeah. 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 Totally. 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 Um, This movie, I think kind of has a little bit of that element. And yeah, like my, my, my big, all all that is basically to say that watching it this time for maybe the fifth or sixth time, the whole time I was kind of like, I'm kind of starting to like this movie. This is going to be hard to talk about. And (laughs) I had to sort of, I had to sort of remind myself when I looked online after I was kind of like, I mean, this is, a terrible movie, right? And I was looking, and there was just so many things. I mean, the just the universal reaction is that it's one of the worst movies most people have seen. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, okay, I guess I got to ground myself a little bit. <laughs>
0: yeah. 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 I mean, well, for me, it's not so much the, the badness of it or whatever. I watch a lot of movies of varying quality for this podcast. Uh, <laughs> you know, sure. it like, runs the complete gamut from Crash to Interesting Curiosities to. Uh, you know classics and then whatever the hell this is Uh, I, I, I this just seems like it just uh, I mean it's it's I've seen things like it in the sense that I've seen amateurish productions and again the the weird stuff about it isn't the amateurishness of it that's not mm-hmm. really the the thing that is, the, the, is, the, is the part that really got to me it's really honestly the titular martian yeah exactly yeah, was, is was a fucking to... <laughs> horrifying abomination uh who sh- who uh should be uh you know shot on sight yes. <laughs> i mean that's that's the feeling i had like like there, there's like this constant theme in the movie of like these these cops trying to chase after this uh uh thing and you know whatever you might have an opinion about you know prison abolition or or whether you know jail is a valid thing or not I think pretty much any person who is a subjected to that fucking Martian would at least agree in this case, kill on sight. Just murder him, just murder him. <laughs> Throw him out the goddamn airlock, just get rid of him. It's yeah. just like, it, it is, I I hated it. I hated <laughs> yeah. that.
1: But it is, it, it's an interesting example of that because that was, that was kind of forefront in my mind watching it this time was it's just the one guy, really. I mean, like, Otherwise, it's definitely like kind of like an unusual like rinky dink movie, but it's kind of like any other um, sort of, you know, silly, lighthearted family entertainment. Like it's not that singular besides this Martian who is the crazy like it's it's hard to think of a crazier uh, character to drop into a movie like. Um, I mean, it literally is something. It's like
0: something David Lynch would come up with. Like the way he looks, like he's just like, yeah. it's horrifying. Like it is pure nightmare. I mean, and I don't even. I am not saying that. Oh, you know, like exaggerating. It really is terrifying. Looking like he looks, <laughs> he's scary. The way he talks is scary. The way he behaves around the children is disturbing. Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> well, no, he he is he is dubbed. So just to ramp up to it slightly, it's a it's a French Canadian right, film. Right. Right. Um, and I, you do always have to wonder in situations like that, um, it, 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 it seems like a real nutso performance, like even in the original, like, I can't imagine that it wasn't pitched to like the highest possible level of insanity. Um, but you do have to wonder a little, if like, uh, it lost a little bit in the dubbing. Um, oh,
0: sure. I, I'm, you know, I'm sure it did, but like, I you know, all you're sure, left sure. with is the final product and and, 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 and what you have is, it's just, I don't know
1: man I, I was really I was really upset by this Martian yeah, you're, you're dumbstruck by this movie I actually have some thoughts on the dubbing but yeah, I feel like we should like catch up to the uh, um, catch up to the Martian he, he's just called the
0: visitor in the credits um, yeah, and... well <laughs> we should save the big reveal of his name for, oh yeah yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I
0: don't, I mean, honestly, with the plot of this movie, I don't even know where to begin because the plot itself is very simple, you know, it's sure. it's, it's two kids, you know, going out uh, on the first day of their Christmas vacation, um, they're going out in the snow and playing and they're going to get a Christmas tree and bring it back home, um, <laughs> and they do note that <laughs> they note that oh isn't it convenient that we have a christmas tree farm on our own property (laughs) 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 which i'm pretty sure was probably added in dubbing just there's a lot of things like you said the dubbing i think they probably might have added things in there for either fun or effect yeah
1: and i I think there's also a lot of packaging and repackaging of movies like this that yes yeah you you always get kind of retooling the plot and the characters a little bit to present to different audiences. This is basically like, um, well, actually in, in Canada, I think this was somewhat of a new sort of thing. Uh, cause I think this is actually the first, um, the first like independent children's film that was made in Canada. Really? Um, as opposed to like being made like through, um, like, well, like the Canadian board of film or whatever. Yeah. 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 Um, but it's very much like a lot of the other stuff that was happening in America at the time, which is stuff like Santa Claus and the Ice Cream Bunny. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the first thing I thought of when I watched it. Yeah, it's the, definitely- The very that...
0: very same style. I mean, it's, yeah. it's like it's it's like we got a camera, we got some things to shoot, <laughs> and that's pretty much
1: it. <laughs> yeah, and, and the, the reason, at least in America, that those movies were so bad is because there was just this demand to- um, like there, there was this whole thing where people would drop their kids off at like the Saturday morning movies at the theater. Mm-hmm. And so there was this huge hunger for um, just something to play, yeah. just like something for kids. Like it was just, you know, like, obviously coming from like some corporate level of like, they had absolutely no interest in making movies. They were just like, we need something to play for kids. Here's, you know, $600 figure it out. And, yeah. and so you <laughs> end up with stuff. That's literally just like almost like a static shot. And as long as it's just like there's like a clown or santa claus or something goofy in it it's like that's close enough like throw throw it up then these stupid kids won't care and this feels like it's probably coming coming from the same spirit and it was it was actually very popular i i would say like in in canada it was really successful and then and then like i said i think when something like that happens like it's sort of like you keep on delivering it to different markets because i mean i think it was just there was just wasn't that much uh, if it was family entertainment it's kind of people are just like ah it's not great but we can work with that we'll 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 put that on at like 7 a.m Saturday morning and you know, close enough it'll work yeah
0: yeah there there's a lot of i mean there is a lot of kids entertainment like that where they just shovel it out and just say hey well the kids will just they'll just eat it up half the time they're right because like I mean as a kid I remember I would sit through things I didn't even like just because it was on TV.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and when, and when you revisit some of that stuff, it's such a mixed bag in terms of, if anything, you're usually surprised when something's actually good. Yeah, Yeah, like you're kind of like, oh, I could see why I like this. But, you know, nine times out of 10. When you're like four or five, you really don't have
0: that discernment yeah. yet about quality or or I certainly didn't care about the animation being good or bad as a kid watching cartoons. Yeah. Um, you know, so like, yeah. And I guess they just wanted to fill out the, the slots with this kind of content. So yeah, exactly. Like, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Like that. That whole generation kind of thought, um, yeah. That was that was the sort of TV's rotting your brain generation, wasting a lot of your uh, brain cells on like mindless entertainment that was just being cranked out by the yeah. man, basically.
0: I will say this though. I think that I think the 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 difference between that generation and then like say our generation is that the stuff that was our generation was way more laser focused on what kids like so it's like it's you know it's like candy it's like you know goes straight to the uh the brain center you know so like oh right but i mean i think it's fair to say like the like the 80s were like a huge boom period for advertising to children specifically apparently that was because reagan deregulated the restrictions on advertising directly to children oh i see Uh, yeah so that's actually why in the 80s there was such a huge boom in toys getting back getting back to the ice cream bunny i think that is is, is like the closest
1: yeah i mean see. ice cream bunny has that does seem a lot lazier in terms of that yeah. movie feels aggressively like um they i mean it was literally just shot like at a theme park right or, yeah it was it was it was shot like in as many setups as possible i mean sorry in as few setups as possible yeah and clearly there's no script because it's just, it's literally just Santa sitting in a sled kind of going, I'm hot. I, this is terrible. <laughs> I'm, I'm so hot. This is the worst. I'm hot. Yeah. It, it, that's it, it, no way. Is that an exaggeration? That's actually what happened. Yes. Was, like the, yes. Full the runtime. Uh, and there's very few, like there's a couple of like cutaways, but it, it feels like somebody just hates kids. And yeah. I, I feel like there's a lot of like uh, sort of, surface level similarities with this movie, but I do feel like this movie kind of has at least one foot in like the Sesame street vibe. Uh, And that was part of what I was kind of connecting to this time was um, it's again, besides the fact that there's an absolutely unbelievable character in it. uh, The kids kind of just hanging out in the snow is sort of charming kind of has that like seventies, like hangout vibe that I always definitely enjoy where you're just kind of and the um the director is a uh, mostly a documentary guy which sort of yeah. checks out because yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it feels like the kids I, li- I like the kids in the movie and it feels like they're sort of just uh left to their own devices a lot of the time like which yeah. of course the flip side of that is it's um it's barely a movie. Uh yeah. <laughs> literally just over an hour and the plot would uh, two sentences essentially is the plot. Yeah, but, you know, I I, I do
0: agree. Like, I, I think, actually, the, what also separates this is that there is a little bit of effort with, like... I mean, as much as I don't want to credit this movie, but they do, like, <laughs> have, like, actually, like, they have a flying saucer that the prop that they built sure, in a yeah. set. And an actually, like, not terrible-looking-for-what-it-is set, you know? Yeah, on the yeah. inside of the saucer and stuff like that. So, like, honestly, everything... Aside from The Martian, is kind of just
1: like you know, oh okay, cute little kids. Yeah, like them. not not a masterpiece, obviously, but like totally serviceable family entertainment. Um, and then you and then you drop this guy into. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I guess we really got to get into this. Just to explain, like the backstory, like um, I said last time I was on, but I, I do with my friends this thing called Macarathon, which is a annual twenty four hour festival sort of of just weird Christmas stuff which runs the gamut of just kind of the stuff that you would sort of expect like Die Hard to stuff that is just totally off the deep end like this um so I definitely found it just because I was just looking through long lists of crazy Christmas stuff um and it was one that yeah just you sort of start watching it and then you're just like whoa what is this like just kind of <laughs> picking through like the you know there's so much stuff that's uh, you know, it's the whole bad movie situation that everybody knows, which is just, you can find a lot of mediocre movies, but when you find something where you're just like, whoa, hold on, yeah. what have we found, what if we got here? Yeah. It's always like a special <laughs> moment. Of just, Absolutely. This yeah. is this is not mediocre. This is something else entirely. Yes, um, yes, yes. <laughs> but I know like the very brief like backstory of this movie besides what I was just saying where I, I think it was kind of made to fulfill a need for canadian family entertainment is um that this producer put it together who ended up being um a fairly successful children's producer and i feel like you're gonna this is gonna make a lot of sense when i tell you where he ended up going um this ended up being the first movie of what ended up called being called like the tales for all series which is huge in canada i guess but In America, we would only know them as individual movies that came out as part of it. The one one that jumped out to me was The Peanut Butter Solution, which is everybody's, like, most, most people of a certain age kind of connected with The Peanut Butter Solution at some point. And it was one of those things where, like, as soon as you could look things up on the internet, you kind of were like, what the hell was that movie where, like, they put peanut butter on, like, the guy's bald head? Like, it's one of those movies that you, like, are sure you made up. <laughs> or like up, and, then, and, and then yeah. you're just talking to other people and they're like no 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 i saw that too um now i feel like it's kind of a cult movie because it has sort of moved around but it was literally I, that movie's literally like a direct um you know the christmas martian led to that movie because of its oh, okay success they kind of kept popping out like very quick like hour to hour and a half kids movies that were all um mostly french canadian yeah um and then, and then Doug for, for the, US. the I get, there's really no lead up to the Christmas Martian, except that like, what you said is kids they're on Christmas holiday. Um And then there's a Martian. And again, that's, that's, that's 50% of the plot already. He just pops
0: up in a store. They're going to like the local general store or whatever. And yeah, they're, they're, sh-
1: they're shopping, I think for like Christmas dinner for their mom. Yeah. Um And so they, they come in and I, I kind of noted what they, uh, they bought like some cookies for them, you know, and just yeah. kids spending their money on cookies. And then like their grocery list was a box of turkey stuffing and a pint, a pint of cottage cheese. Those yes. Yes. Were, I saw yes. that. I saw
0: that. I was like <laughs> cottage cheese. Oh, man. Like what's The other thing with here? the
1: cottage cheese is the way the the way the boy asks for it feels like it's off the top of it. Like it, it, it must be, it's just what his mom needed for, for dinner. But the way it kind of comes out is that he's like, you know what else? I'm gonna I'm gonna treat myself to a pint of cottage cheese. <laughs> oh man! You know, as a kid, I actually
0: was pretty quite quite fond of cottage cheese myself. But uh, that was probably yeah.
1: those the same cartoons that were marketing toys to you were also like eat cottage cheese. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I, that's not true. I think I think they were saying eat candy bars. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe the cottage cheese industry had a little bit of the pie back then.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, they, those things always had they always they always did tack on like a like a like a like a, like a very like shallow lesson like right don't don't talk to strangers don't talk to uh stray dogs or don't uh, hide in you know uh old refrigerators
1: and and junkyards and things like that you know this this movie it it feels at times like it's going to turn into that yeah (laughs) it's it just ignores the number one rule which is definitely just go out and party with the first weird stranger you find like at at no point does it suggest that was a poor choice on their part like it's it's on it's on board the whole time like they're like this was a great idea for these kids to hang out with the first rando they come across yeah Um, but there's like literally just one part where they're where the the boy to the girl who's like all of you know a year younger than him is like you got to be real careful around snowmobiles and it's (laughs) It's like really like three-fourths of the way through this insanity was yeah. is, was that the one like was that the one thing somebody wrote in a card that was like, "Can you just make a movie um to make sure that Canadian kids are careful around snowmobiles?" Yeah, like I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I got it. I know, I know just what to do." Yeah, there's it, gonna be a Martian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: this. I mean, the, you, you brought up the specter of like the creepiness of the Martian. I think that's really the, what really got to me. He is just hanging around like a like a freaking. <laughs>
1: perv you know let <laughs> I me mean, let's paint a picture of just yeah his big his big entrance because it's truly like if it wasn't for the fact that he's um at, like you said sort of an abomination of a character if it was being played for comedy it would be an incredible um entrance because yeah yeah like like they're just casually shopping and then he literally arrives in like a cloud of bubbles like like yeah. bubbles precede him into the store <laughs> which is you know like that's that's the quirky like that's like uh that's like the dream of like the, the like, you know, goofy art guy from college, you know, that's got like a ferret or whatever. Like, yeah, <laughs> totally <laughs> <laughs> he would only be so lucky as to be like preceded by bubbles or whatever. He enters a room. So he arrives like amidst bubbles, which is incredible. And immediately uh, starts like just dumping jelly beans into his mouth. Yeah. Like, he just heads straight for the jelly beans. And that's, yeah. that's literally like our main character is just like, bah, I'm here. Where's the jelly beans. And, and, that's that's it's jarring. It's it's jarring. <laughs> there's also this thing where he's taunting the townspeople, the adult townspeople. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's like really unclear. It's kind of like a Pee-wee Herman kind of thing where it's like yeah, kind of. Like, except again, there's no Pee-wee Herman is like that's like a masterpiece of like control over that tone, whereas this is like just an absolute mess of that tone. But yeah, kind of. It kind of does that same thing Pee-wee does, where it's like he's right on that weird line between. He's like this totally innocent child, and like he's kind of like uh, malicious. Yeah, and you, and you can't really—it's the classic ambiguous trickster figure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it really—I mean, it really
0: is. And and like he's like uh, the first thing he does is
1: like uh, he hides in a phone booth dresses in drag yeah uh, like with magic he he transforms magically to like a mary poppins type yeah thing. yeah i was thinking
0: i was like they're definitely trying to do a mary poppins type <laughs> of thing here uh and, and like he's like he has like these magic snowshoes and he flies off into the sky you know and there's like this one guy who's witnesses him and, and uh throughout the movie he's just constantly taunting
1: these townspeople um yeah it's he 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 sometimes it seems like it's like a legitimate misunderstanding but then he kind of yeah he, lean, he keeps leaning into it like doing kind of like a nyan nya nya thing yeah and it's super inconsistent as to like what exactly his his plan is or i mean just to paint like a picture of what exactly they're doing with this guy um he's obviously like green but i've watched a couple of different like copies of this movie and that, that's another thing is it's it's not exactly the easiest movie to i mean it's on youtube so it's easy to find but it's not nobody's ever like restored it or done any real work to yeah yeah it's to all, get it, it to people so you're always. it always feels like you're watching like a really bad like third level dubbing of it or something where people yeah you know have passed a tape around or something like that
0: um, absolutely
1: the one that's on youtube now like the first pops up is actually looks not bad um the first few times i saw it it was like it's very blown out and I couldn't tell, I, I suspect that it was the video quality, not the original film. Right. But it was like the exposure was kind of messed up. And the the fact that it's the snowiest movie I've ever seen, um, <laughs> just, it was, it was blinding, which it still kind of is like, it's, it's, yeah. It's I mean, there are so are literally, light.
0: there's so many shots where like, uh, they're like trying to show these, these, uh, you know, the Martian flying or the kids flying with the Martian or something. And it's like, it's just directly into the
1: sun and it's just, <laughs> you can't see anything. It's like, <laughs> which is uh, like, which is a crazy, like that's, it's one of those things that's so dumb and yet so genius at the same time where like their way of hiding their like, yeah, exactly. Exactly is just aim the camera at the sun during, like, what's the big deal? Just. <laughs> yeah. So you just hide what you just hide one
0: little thing, a uh, bit of incompetence with another, you know? And it's yeah. like, so nobody's <laughs> going to be like, yeah.
1: Cause the uh, one special effect really is that they had a nice crane. Like they definitely had like yes. a crane that like could do, could do all the things a crane needs to do. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, so that you couldn't see the crane. They're constantly finding ways to obscure the, uh, to obscure the crane. But yeah, yeah, I guess all, all I was getting at was that the uh, he, he doesn't ever look all that green to me, but people keep commenting in the movie that he's green. Yeah, so yeah. I guess the guy's painted green. So he's he's painted green, um, and he's then got, he's got like
0: these these leather scaly pants, which I guess are supposed to be his legs.
1: I mean yeah I, it, it seems like he's get wearing like some scuba gear or something yeah and then he's got like this crazy like fishnet like sex suit on yeah like, yeah i mean
0: it really feels like something like david lynch just like tossed off as like yeah. some like nightmare thing it's it's, it's like, one of those
1: things where it's just like that's not uh, he's just in costume like that's not you're not making him look like an alien you're making him look like He's got like panties on his face. That's, yeah, he, he that's looks not like, a way he, to be an alien. He looks like a real per. He
0: just looks like a, a, a <laughs> just a fucking real pervert that's running around this town with these kids, and it's just like it's, yeah, he's just it's got very like mesh, mesh underwear
1: stretched over. And his it's face not and helped running around stealing jelly beans.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it's not helped by the fact that the guy doing the dubbing of the voice is really leaning into the perv angle and just going. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, it is bone-chilling i i i i i viscerally had a a reaction to it like it really bothered me yeah (laughs) Yeah, i mean i mean it's like again the the rest of the film is just whatever i mean playing in the snow the flying saucer it's all cute you know whatever it's it's just kids it's just a dumb kids movie but the fucking martian the way he looks plus (laughs) the way the guy is doing the voice it,
1: it just, it makes me, it just, um, I don't know. It just I, I... <laughs> And he is, he is like, uh, that's we're making it sound a little like it's, it's like, there's just this one side character Like he's in, he's in every shot once he shows up, like, yeah, there's, there's very few. I mean, they, they cut away to like the townspeople, but once, once the Martian shows up, which is within what, three minutes, maybe. Yeah. He's, he's hanging out with the kids for the whole time. So yeah, the, uh, when he he basically you know unknowingly shoplifts, that's not his fault. He's a Martian. Yeah, uh, we, just we can't we can't blame him for that. We can blame this guy for a lot of things. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> stealing yeah, yeah. jelly beans isn't really one of them.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, he doesn't. I mean, know on how his planet, they probably have a post-scarcity society. You know, they just
1: go true, they just yeah. go into
0: a store and get jelly beans. It's all he. You know. He must
1: have a post-scarcity society because he's got some kind of crazy infinite candy dispenser on his ship. Oh yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, candy is like dirt where he's coming from, so yeah. you can't you can't blame the guy for stealing some candy. Well, that yeah. that's even worse because that just makes him a dirt eater. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's a fucking dirt eating pervert coming. To- yeah. Like coming why, to learn why kids are you with, eating
1: that stuff that's just littered all over uh the ground of mars which i don't think he's from mars but that's a whole a whole different conversation their de- description like when the, when the cops start looking for the guy because he stole some stuff <laughs> the kids are like uh yeah no we saw that like the cop is like is this some crazy guy in like a squirrel coat running around a raccoon coat running around and the kids are like uh oh yeah yeah we saw that guy he was making funny noises and blowing bubbles and the cop, do, the cop does like the eye roll thing, you know, like kids say the darndest things. Yeah. Um, just I mean, what an incredible uh, just to put out an APB on a guy who's <laughs> running around making funny noises. And yeah. Bubbles.
0: And they're so mad about not just him being there, but the fact that his flying saucer is there. Like they're really pissed off about the saucer for some reason.
1: <laughs> the townspeople?
0: Yeah. 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 Like, Like, there's a part where he's, like, they're, they're like, most, you know, they're talking about, you know, oh, there's a, you know, stranger going around causing trouble, and then, you know, but most importantly of all, there's this flying saucer invading our airspace. Like... I mean, it's it's literally like this town. There's, like, nothing going on in this town. I mean, like, there's plenty of freaking airspace. The, right. the saucer is the least disturbing part about the, the Martian, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't think anybody ever voices – and I guess nobody really sees him hanging out with kids – but nobody ever really brings that up like no uh, no they just don't like that he's there as an outsider pretty much yeah um, yeah yeah and it is- to be fair he is very unappealing whenever he makes contact with yeah. people but but still it's it seems like it's a little bit um they're being a little bit short-sighted and in, in terms of just immediately trying to throw this guy out yeah
0: yeah yeah but i mean honestly in this very special case i'm on their <laughs> side <laughs>
1: Get him. <laughs> but, but I, I, the people that haven't seen him yet i guess is what i like people are just mad that there's somebody there it seems fair to. enough fair enough because only a couple people actually come into contact with him, and right they honestly seem like they just keep it to themselves because it's one of those things you can't they, they kind of keep playing it like the way you know like the the superman movie moment where like the guy sees superman and like pours his drink out like i gotta stop drinking which is like the yeah. classic way to like respond yeah. to a crazy space alien is to be like yeah to cut to like the hobo who's just kind of like well, yeah, I I, or like I knew a, I shouldn't or, have this today. Yeah, like an old episode of like Mister Ed or something, where they see them <laughs> talking. <laughs> so very few people actually come into contact with him besides the kids. But they're all just mad that there's like somebody around. Um, but the townspeople are, again, I, I may be being way too generous from kind of falling under this movie spell over time. But the, to- <laughs> the townspeople are like kind of funny, like like they're sort of like the old west uh like supporting cast where um they're all just kind of a bunch of goofballs who like sort of stumble together a posse and yeah 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 they're intentional they're all kind of played up as dummies like like yeah there's nobody who like really takes charge or so it definitely like plays into that whole thing of you know alien comes to the small town and everybody's kind of scrambling because they never had to deal with anything like this before which is Kind of a trope, I guess, but um, yeah, it's, their side of it sort of works.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, there is like, especially towards the end, where like he's. I think this is what really pisses me off about him. <laughs> I, got, I get, I got way too emotionally invested in this movie because I hate this character <laughs> so much. Is that okay? So, like, he's this alien. He has the ability to like you know pop in and out. You know, he's he's like your typical annoying trickster alien in that sense. You know, but you know, he's also just horrifying to look at and everything. but um, <laughs> and sounds horrifying and and hangs around kids and uh, in, in, uh, does borderline, does a lot of borderline inappropriate things around them. Um, on top of that, like so he's so he has a, so towards the end, he's about to try to escape and it's you know leaving his flying saucer because he, he wants to go home. and but as soon as like the the people come, he goes out to greet them and taunt them. So he spends, more, he could just fly off. He could just t- teleport back into his ship any old time, but no, he chooses to just fuck with these people, which, <laughs> you know, I can respect it at one level, but come on, man, you got, you got a family. You said you had a family to go
1: back to. I mean, <laughs> you know, uh, Well, again, it is a little, I, I sincerely can't really tell what they're trying to say with him. Cause it, it, when they first cut to him, it looks like he's somewhat legitimately saying, Oh, the, the, people of the town are coming to say goodbye to me. But then like, they don't really show the moment where he turns and is like, cause it's, you know, fair enough. He thinks they're saying goodbye and they're actually kind of coming with torches. So to sort of switch at that point and go, um, well, I'm just going to screw with these guys, but that's not how it really plays out. It's like it, it, the motivations are also completely invisible that you're just like, what is going on? And what is, what is he thinking at any given second? I um, I mean, we're going, getting pretentious here but like literally literally a tr- classic
0: tri- <laughs> trickster archetype you know kind of thing right. where like his motives are uncertain his he's, he's his form changes you know he's slippery he's he's just he's just this unpin-downable thing you know uh, of a you know and doesn't seem to be entirely good or bad at least in All terms right. of well, I mean, in terms of the story, but I mean, in terms of like reality, yes, he is he is definitely an abomination before God and must be eliminated. But so I kind of get that aspect. He's just play playing around with him, you know, because that's just what he is. He's just a playful thing. It just, I I don't know. <laughs> I, I was really hoping, you know, because because there's like there because the, it almost gets to the point because he's standing out there in front of his saucer, and um, it almost gets to the point where it's kind of like. You know, like um, I'm trying to think of a movie. What, what's a movie? What's a movie, one of those movies where they, you know, a bunch of townspeople or a bunch of people just shoot up
1: a guy. Uh, there's a Marlon Brando movie that that is like that, where um, that he just kind of comes into town and they just don't like him because he seems different to them, and the whole town kind of just like uh, collectively beats him up.
0: Yeah, something like that. There's so many points. It feels like it's gonna break out into something.
1: Well, yeah, it does. Like when they, when they're, when they're coming to, um, when they're coming to kind of get them at the end, it's like you almost are kind of like, are things about to go down, but it's such an unbelievably low stakes movie, and that's that's almost like the full hour into it when that yeah. happens. Like it's like, and and like I said, you've met the whole town, and they're all goofballs. It it's won't like, happen, but it feels like it might just because of the yeah. way it's shot. <laughs> the shot of the. Um, the like snowmobiles like approaching
0: is um, really moody. That's actually yeah, kind of a cool, sure. that's actually dark, a pretty yeah. cool looking shot. It is, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll give the movie that like, <laughs> especially when he's looking at it through like his little scope or whatever. And so it's like a little distorted looking. It looks, right, really, right. It looks really cool. Like, I mean the way they do the saucer is really interesting because it's obviously being pulled by this crane or whatever, but it's like, they really went through the effort and that's actually really cool. I, I do appreciate when a movie actually goes to the effort to do something like that. Um, like that, the the so-called effect or the saucer itself? Both. I mean, it yeah. is because I, I love the
1: saucer. It's fantastic.
0: Yeah. It, it's a classic, you know, flying saucer and it looks, it looks really
1: cool. And um... yeah, it has like a, has, I mean, the whole movie, I guess has, it's this movie's from 1971. Yeah. And so it's, it catches like a little bit of that like cool seventies aesthetic, like in the houses and stuff. But the, the saucer itself is, yeah. Like this crazy, like, it looks like an Eames chair or something like it's like super like modern, like acrylic, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like it, it looks like it should have like lava lamps in it or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would be a really, yeah. <laughs> There's like a conversation pit inside the, the control <laughs> yeah. room or whatever, a water bed in there and like you know, a little, <laughs> little, you know, um, like a, a, a fur rug out the hair and the fire yeah. one and...
1: yeah it look it looks like the whole inside is like lined with fur like like shag carpet
0: yeah and there's there's like some you know guy in a corner throwing firecrackers and all that shit
1: <laughs> it actually it, it looks it looks like uh like some of the shots of the saucer look like like a page from you know, like the, those kind of just vintage books that are showing, like, here's what houses will look like in 20 years.
0: Totally, totally, uh, like, totally. Kind of like yeah. this
1: idea of what the future would look like, which I guess, of course, is what every flying saucer is trying to look like in a movie. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, specifically, it, it has that. It has that kind of yes, you know, like mid-century modern like idea of totally. you know, like that Epcot Center concept of yeah, you know, what, what's the future look like? And,
0: I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that was a set they built. I mean, honestly, that that's the, one of the more impressive things I've seen because. You know, sets, they take a freaking lot of time to, you know, that takes a lot of time to make, you know, and design and put together and find the things, you know, Um, and it looks pretty cool. I thought, I mean, it looks, it's, it's. Kind of reminds me of like a bit of a roller rink too, weirdly. I don't know. I mean, oh yeah, no, yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, that's that's yeah. definitely the. Aesthetic.
0: Maybe it was shot. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I do not know anything about the production of this movie.
1: There, there's but, yeah, there's not a lot of information, but there, there's like one article that sounds relatively authoritative about it, and um, like one of the things that's in there that seems like it kind of checks out is that it's an example of a movie where they kind of ran out of money partway through. Oh and yeah, like that's really that. the only good explanation, really, for why they would have like this pretty nice um, saucer situation, which I mean is mostly like a small model, but still it's like they, they do some pretty, even if all they're doing is just picking up the saucer with a crane and like swinging it around. um, Yeah. That's coming from some sort of, you know, production value. Yeah. Which, which basically just disappears about halfway through the movie. So (laughs) it kind of checks out. I don't know if that was just somebody guessing based on that, but. Um, you know, not, not surprising to hear that that might be the case.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, the, uh, oh, um, uh, the other thing about, okay. So I'm, and we I'm, we can jump around the movie. It
1: doesn't not matter. Uh, all we really didn't like spool up to is that the, almost immediately after the introduction, the kids just run into him again, but this time they're kind of like, I guess let's just hang out for the day. And that's the whole rest of the movie is just they hang out with this yeah. Martian and then there's probably maybe be a combined six or seven minutes of other stuff like where, which is ba- basically just boils down to like the talents people are, you know, every 10 minutes they'll cut to a guy kind of being like, we got to get this guy, but it's very, very slight, like not, not, not barely a plot point even really
0: right yeah I mean it's it's really it's really loose and you know and that's fine it's it's that's what it, it's a kids movie I'm just like this guy it's
1: not just that he looks creepier even that he sounds creepy he's literally doing creepy shit um, he's clearly you know it's the Michael Jackson scenario like he's just acting like a kid the whole time yes uh, like yes that's like, at, that's that's one of the other things it's too. definitely one of those things where it's like he would be asked to leave a playground and to be one of those things where he'd just be like well what did I do and it'd be like nothing just we just need you to leave <laughs> yeah exactly exactly <laughs> i you can't know? explain to you why we need you to leave just you'd make everybody feel more comfortable if you uh, just kind of hit the streets
0: yeah yeah exactly and, 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 oh, and or, or else,
1: or else we'll kill you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, this, all we're saying is you make us uncomfortable, and we'll murder you secretly if you don't. Yeah. leave that's all we're saying. Seriously, yeah. That's so wrong.
0: That's that. That was the, that was like the town secret. You know, they, they have this Martian yeah. buried out the fact that they kill. <laughs> what they do with the spaceship? Well, that's another story.
1: Um, they sold but, it as a as a Khan's house.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Man, that that would be a freaking crazy story. There's actually a real pre-Roswell crash story from the 1800s in a, in this place called Aurora, Texas. There's like a, there's like this newspaper article about I mean, there were a lot of newspaper articles about things like this at the time. A lot of them were <laughs> hoaxes, so it probably is just a big old hoax, but there's a story about this ship that hit a, a windmill and and the occupant was buried in a town in texas somewhere and you know it's one of those is this story actually true or not i mean probably not but right but uh i just i was just thinking about
1: that like so it was suggesting that the townspeople killed him or just that they had covered no 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 it just died from the crash honestly i'm just trying to think of more scenarios in which this fucking thing dies (laughs) i thought you were going to say that the story was that like they repurposed the the ufo as a house no (laughs) that that, would be awesome you, you can go look at the house and be like that house some spaceman.
0: Oh, grandma's house is actually a spaceship,
1: you know. <laughs> yeah, the, the other thing about this guy is he's got this laundry list of powers, which is nothing new. Like, um, so based on what you were saying before, he's a little bit like, um, I can't remember how to say it right, but the, the Mr. Mix Picklet guy from Superman, yeah, yeah, the, the DC he, Comics guy, he's yeah, like... he's, he's a little like that, where it's like, if you try to list his powers, it's just kind of like, I don't know, he's just like a magic weirdo. Yeah, uh, or, or
0: the great, or the great Gazoo from the Flintstones. He's a, he's, a, he's
1: honestly a lot like the great. Gazoo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's almost exactly as annoying and incomprehensible yeah. and and, yeah. <laughs> and the same level of just kind of like, can you imagine somebody coming up with this character? Yeah. <laughs> and I've never, I mean, I've never seen it, but the sequel
0: to the live-action Flintstones movie is it, um, it Viva Viva Rock
1: Vegas? Is that
0: what it was? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, but they had Alan Cumming play, play the, play oh, the great gazoo yeah. in that. <laughs> so he's like this. And he's like literally, like, I think like his face is like superimposed onto like this little body. And it's very disturbing. My nephew was watching it or something and I was like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Well, you know, it's,
1: it's funny. Like when you watch some of these older, you know, crazy movies like this one, um, yeah, there, there's always kind of like that, what were they thinking thing? But yeah, you know, now that you say that, it's like there was that kind of era when they first started doing full CG characters in non-CG movies. And yeah. those characters are just as batshit as the Christmas Martian. Like, um, yeah, yeah. Like that crazy yellow thing from lo- the Lost in Space movie. Yes! Oh, yeah. yes! <laughs> a, bl- a blarp. Uh, <laughs> I mean,
0: there. that thing has no reason to be in the movie other than just to like sell taco bell
1: cups (laughs) (laughs) right right i mean but yeah there's always that approach like older stuff where just kind of like look what they were thinking we figured it out and then you see stuff all the time that's like this is also completely incomprehensible that it exists in the world and yeah uh, they didn't like anybody's learned from these mistakes
0: yeah (laughs) i mean you know it it makes you like i mean it make i mean you have be like someone like George Lucas, you kind of see why that happened. He lives in a bubble. He he's surrounded by yes men. He's at that point where nobody can say no to right. him. Right. So he so he's bound to make some questionable decisions. But you see these other people, they could, if they really wanted to uh
1: not include that thing in there, but no, they chose to. <laughs> there is one thread that this movie like sort of like is ahead of the curve on and, and I there were a few other things like this, I guess, but there's a lot of parts that are kind of like Evocative of like E. T. or yes. um or something like Fly to the Navigator, even yeah. which is you know not. I love that movie, but it's not like as as much considered a universal masterpiece. But um, I love those. As those a kid. I
0: have not seen it though as an adult. Yeah, so.
1: I rewatched. I rewatched it recently, and I was really dreading rewatching it because it was like it was like my movie. Um, oh yeah, and it was. I, I I didn't regret rewatching it, but um, you know, there's stuff in it where you're just. Like it, it opens with like a dog catching a Frisbee and like this, and there's like goofy music, which we've got to talk about the curse of Margin music in a second. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I have things <laughs> to say about that. But um, it opens in just like this, this way that feels like kind of like a 1998 Disney channel movie or something like it's just oh, kind totally. of yeah. very broad and brightly cut. And I was like, I remember this is like this dark, sad movie about a kid like losing his childhood And then you start watching it and it's just like, and you're like, what's, what's good. Where's my movie. But once the whole movie lands, like it's, it's kind of a, all over the place. And it does have a lot in common with the Christmas Martian just because it's got um, an alien that kind of zaps the kid around the world and um, in a spaceship and has kind of like a little bit of a arguably annoying demeanor. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't mind the Paul Rubens voice, but. But yeah, I mean, again, those movies are a decade later after this movie, and obviously, not—I don't think anybody saw it, anybody in America at least saw this. I'm not at all suggesting Spielberg was like. But if it was, What if it was? What if it was? That was that was the seed. Um, yeah, I think there's a lot of arguments about what the seed for ET was actually lawsuits yeah. and whatnot. But well, actually, um,
0: again, going back into real UFO lore. It was actually originally going to be a movie called Night Skies. It was based on this old UFO case in the 50s uh, where these people saw, like, a flying saucer and then these goblin-like creatures supposedly attacked their, uh, you know, shack out in the woods somewhere in Kentucky. <laughs> yeah. but, but it was it was a pretty famous case, and, like, so they kind of were developing that into it like, as the basis of, like, a movie. Like, a dark version of Close Encounters was, like, the idea, um, apparently. There was a there was apparently a character in that movie. There was like a good alien among amongst the bad aliens that befriends one of the kids uh, kid characters in the movie. I guess kind of like a Gizmo Gremlins kind of thing. Yeah, and, yeah. And and um, uh, and it, that eventually just became ET, um, which was originally going to be called A Boy's Life, and then it became ET and Me, and then it became ET, the extraterrestrial.
1: What uh, what true UFO story is the Christmas Martian based on?
0: Uh, none that I
1: know of, but you
0: never know. I mean,
1: like you know, there's these old documents that say this uh, this being came down and he was just blowing bubbles. Yeah, and everybody's jelly beans, and he was he was just going like woo, woo, woo Oh yeah, he does. Uh, he literally does. Uh, he does a Three Stooges like runaway when the um. Oh totally yeah. Yeah, when the when the kind of posse shows up, he does like an actual like woo woo woo, and and uh, as he like runs away and. <laughs> wow okay. yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's full of choices like that which again again watching it many times you just it i i'm not saying that i um think that that's a good character performance it is not but you just you know like anything that, well, like the same way you have love for like nicholas cage and gary busey type or performances where what you're responding to is just kind of like i can't believe that they took that line yeah. And instead of going in any direction that any, like if you mapped out all the different ways you could take it, they went, you know, like through like the roof with it. And, and this guy, everything he does, um, you can just imagine them being like, all right. And so then you just say like, um, uh, you know, let's go over there. And then you find some way to just be kind of like, let's go over there. And you're just yeah. like, wow, what? you really you really found a new way to, to do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. but uh yeah but i mean that
0: stuff though in this movie is i mean again it's fine like it's 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 it's, like the meat of this movie and i hate using that expression but the uh you know the heart of the movie is this martian hanging out with these kids and showing these things that he can do and i just hate it so fucking
1: much man i (laughs) so his 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 the things that he can do so yeah like his his basically his second appearance with the the mary poppins get up yeah a a guy tries to have a conversation with him and he does just this amazing piece out where he uh (laughs) he just like pulls like his he has like a they call it a i think they call it a wand. But yeah. like it's kind of like a flare or something. Like it's like it looks this, like, like a big giant matchstick, basically. Yeah, it's like a big sparkler thing yeah. that he just strikes, and they call then it an can... English exit. <laughs> yeah, you... Brexit. No, Brexit. Free Brexit. Brexit. It's <laughs> the original. The, the original Brexit. Yeah, uh, yeah. And he, um, it, when you activate it, you can fly basically. Which again is all all the instances of flying in the whole movie are they have the people or the saucer or whatever it is grab onto a crane. saucer can't grab but you know what i mean yeah (laughs) whatever needs to fly hangs from a crane and they just kind of swing the crane around or then sometimes the even lazier way is they'll like shoot down from the crane so all you see is like feet dangling over the um yes snow basically and just like they're flying see like you can't you can't see what they're connected to it's just feet that by definition is flying sir it's, yeah. it's, it's, just what it's what they're trying to, to pass over to the audience. But, yeah, um... yeah. Oh, but there's like the
0: shot, like early on the movie, like the they, the kids, before they actually link up with the Martian, they find like his, they're following his footprints and, and they just, they find that they disappear. I think they find his magic snowshoes or whatever. Yeah. And the little girl, Kathy, right? It's Kathy and Frankie, isn't that their names? Yeah, so? yeah. Something like that, yeah. Which uh,
1: Fran- Frankie apparently is the uh, the director's son. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: interesting. Um, <laughs> and there's like a shot. I guess she's being lifted by the crane. It looks. I mean, I wasn't sure how she was being lifted. It looked
1: terrifying. Like if I mean, I was. A... It does. It, sometimes it definitely looks like the kids are doing the stunts, which is bananas. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's Don't no. Yeah, I mean, there's.
0: I mean, uh, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if there was like some kind of investigation started because of that. Yeah. You know, like, I mean,
1: none of it was like that elaborate or anything. It's just don't don't put a kid up on a crane. Let's not do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
0: mean, exactly. And she, I mean, I I, I can't tell because you really don't see her face. But like, I, I just get the sense that she's terrified because she's just kind of like just just hanging there. And again, it might not look as, it might not actually be as high as it looks, or she might have like some platform under her or some an adult with her, I'm sure obviously, but it just, it just, again, that actually, that actually does bring back a, a childhood memory of <laughs> a very specific one. Where,
1: Okay. So well, you found a magic, uh matchstick and flew around in the sky. Sure. We've all been there. <laughs> not quite. Not quite.
0: <laughs> uh, no, I, um, my family, well, I, I grew up uh, in a military family. So, as for for a few years as a kid, I was stationed in, or my my dad was stationed. I wasn't. I, mean, <laughs> I was part of a secret child soldier. Program. No, <laughs> um, no. Um, my dad was stationed in what was then West Germany. And on the weekends, sometimes we'd just go out for a family drive. Sometimes we'd go on like vacations, like go to the Alps. One of these trips to like the, I think it was, I believe it was the Austrian Alps. And we're on like some mountain, and I don't know what mountain it was or where it was, but I just remember it's like this observation tower platform kind of thing and i'm we're looking kind of over the railing and my dad lifts me up really high and of course i'm not actually in danger of falling down but it kind of feels like i am he's 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 lifting me up so i can see it but he's also kind of like teasing me by like right, lowering right. me down <laughs> and i just remember being terrified in that moment just terrified and I remember also thinking how weird it was that the that the the water down at the bottom of the mountain looks exactly like the plastic scale model they had in the visitor center there. <laughs> the, the,
1: the, I don't know. So I just so I just feel for this girl. I just feel like that. that <laughs> right, right. She probably. Well, I do feel like that. I think that happens a lot, yeah. Where it's like you as an adult knowing how safe something is can sometimes misjudge what Absolutely. their reaction is going to be. And so yeah, I mean yeah, I definitely like kind of have yeah you know, like the vague memories where like somebody was you know holding you underwater stuff that like that sounds like um but looking back on it you realize it was clearly just like a total goof like it was like somebody like a loved one or whatever doing it um but you just have these childhood kind of like flashes of just kind of like well i'm I'm underwater i can't breathe i'm gonna fall down this mountain you know just whatever it is totally which is again yeah is why i yeah you kind of increasingly hate to look back and see like as, as charming as some of like the like 70 stuff is where it's just kind of like kids or even animals too, that are just like on a crazy adventure, like across the Rockies or whatever. Yeah. And you kind of look back and you're just like, ah, it was best that we formed some regulations about this kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, didn't, yeah. we didn't need to send that dog over the waterfall or whatever the hell. Yeah, was. Exactly. Blowing well, it's dress like, up at the time.
0: Yeah. Well, it's like, I can't watch my Milo and Otis now knowing how that movie was made. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, oh my God. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, they were probably, they were fucking going through kittens in
1: that yeah, movie. Burn like, it, like, burning like, through Milo's and Otis's. Yeah. They're going
0: through like Kleenex or something, you know, <laughs> <It's> just like, <laughs> I just like, oh man. Yeah. And, um, and so that, that stuff is a little uncomfortable, but though, I mean, again, it's not truly disturbing in the way that the Martians, <laughs> is, <laughs> especially when he's like alone, in the
1: saucer with the kids. So yeah, I think, he's, he's basically they, they just get up to shenanigans all day long. Yeah. And and a lot of it, it again, for a movie that like always feels like it's one step away from kind of moralizing. Um, there's yeah. a weird like disregard for uh, like, it, it feels sometimes like, um, I don't know, like one of the, it, it, except for the fact that it's just built entirely like a goofy kids movie. Under the surface, there's almost like this weird anarchist thing going on where, like, oh, totally the kids are just having fun with this crazy guy they met, and their fun basically involves like stealing things <laughs> and just joyriding around town and just like totally like just like giving over to. I mean, they, they even kind of keep saying like they're on vacation, they're just here to have fun, you know, like that's their yeah. job right now is to have fun, but yeah. um, it's pretty, it's a pretty reckless. <laughs> Yeah. Of fun
0: sometimes. <laughs> well, yeah, to be fair, I mean, that, I mean, that is that is part of being a kid. Again, that's that's
1: honestly that stuff's
0: fine. You know, yeah, I have no they, problem with that. They,
1: they seem to have some knowledge of the fact that they probably shouldn't be hanging out with this guy because they specifically keep avoiding their parents. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to the point that they keep kind of going back to their house to get new supplies, but they're secretive about it the whole time. And it never, it never in any way suggests that they should have done anything otherwise. Like, yeah, there's also, I love that um, they, they've like beamed the turkey. The mom's, the mom's just giving away over, over (laughs) Christmas dinner all night long. And everything, everything that happens is basically just ruining their parents' like Christmas. And and, uh, they steal her turkey magically. Not like, hey, do you mind if we have some of the turkey we were going to eat anyway? Just let's steal it with magic. And and then the parents the parents report it the the cop mentions it as uh he, he, they list it when they're like there's all kinds of crazy things happening there's a turkey missing yeah the, <laughs> the parents saucers, made the call they, they made the a call to be like, are flying are, are around here? <laughs> <calling>. <laughs> and then and then when the kids come back home at the end yeah we're definitely just all all over the the, the timeline of this movie but but that's um, fine yeah. when the when the kids come back. Um, the the boy's just like a real dick about it. Like uh, like the mom's like I'm so I'm so sorry that we don't have turkey. And he's like whatever, mom. He's <laughs> like yeah. you stole it. You stole the turkey. You're gonna you're gonna let her think that she let you down. Oh, that's man. exactly how it plays out. She's just like I'm sorry. I worked all day for to have a turkey for you kids. And um, I just I let you down. What are you gonna you know? I hate myself for it. I tried I tried to have a turkey on the table. <laughs> That was the one thing I wanted to do today. It didn't work out. That's on me. And he's just like, yeah. <laughs> Mom, how could you I, I agree this. with what you're saying. <laughs> I can't
0: think of any other reason. There's, there's nobody else to blame but you. Uh, yeah, it, oh, I we mean, did
1: use magic to take the turkey. Is that related to what yeah.
0: you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know, he, he really is. He's, he's getting him into trouble. He's 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 the tempter, you know. He's the he's the he's the, you know. He's 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 the cat in the hat in a way, right? Yeah. He, yeah.
1: So we keep thinking of people that he's like, people. Uh, yeah. All these, all these people, like the cat in the hat and yeah, and great, you know, great zoo. That classic, those classic human characters. Oh, <laughs> um, they, then they they also steal um, they steal the the snowmobile and the snowplow from his uncle, and again Frankie is like really in like the same breath that he warns about snowmobile safety. He's like, I'm just going to take the snowmobile. My uncle won't care. <laughs> he's literally on like the other side of the wall. And he can't even be like bothered to just kind of peek his head in and be like, Hey, I'm going to grab your snowmobile. Just if it's, if you notice it missing, that's why he's just like, I just take what I want. <laughs> if, yeah. If, if, I, if I meet a crazy man in the street and I want to hang out with him all day, I just do it. <laughs> oh yeah. there's less, in the, less- And the movie makes no, no attempt to kind of be like, let's slow your roll. Frankie, we got to you know, you can't just be completely punk rock. There are some rules that are there for your protection. <laughs> oh,
0: there's also that scene where they're like, because at one point they try to repair the Martian ship and they bring yeah. like this this piece of what is, you know, it's alien technology to their uncle. <laughs> right. Hey, can you fix this?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Ah, it's just part of my, like some toy. Well, the uncle even, his reaction is even kind of like, yeah, sure it is. Like you, you, He kind of like, Gives a wink to like, but but like, what does he think it is?
0: <laughs> Probably thinks they just stole it from somebody's snowmobile or something. I guess I don't know. It's like a lot of great lines because like the editing often
1: will just like cut off like right in the middle of the scene. Well, that was I was gonna say about the dubbing. It, that's another thing that there's like a weird like uh, there's a lot of like paradoxical things going on because it's mostly like very sloppy and like kind of what you would expect like a bad dub to be. Yeah. But again, like the the kids, it feels like. I don't even really know how they did it because it's a very specific thing to just have like two kids playing and kind of like talking through what they're doing. Like mm-hmm. it's it, it sounds a very specific way and I, I actually don't really know how they faked it so well with the English dub mm-hmm. because it really sounds like they're kind of just tooling around in that way that's kind of hard to fake. Um, whoever
0: directed the English voice actor kids for the dubbing, they might've just like just basically said, Hey, just picture yourself playing and snow and going. I mean, kids yeah. are pretty good at pretending, you know, yeah, like- it,
1: it could be. Yeah. It's, I mean, it seems like it's so unnatural to kind of record lines into a microphone and the True. sound of it in the movie really sounds like kids just like playing in the snow. So that one random aspect was impressive somehow, again, because it's at odds with the fact that the rest of the movie feels very, um, Especially like the dubbing and stuff feels pretty like thrown together. Yeah. Yeah. But again, not, not more so than other examples, just, just your standard amount of, um, let's just get some English words in here for the dumb Americans who yeah, <laughs> uh, just need something to watch.
0: Sometimes it does kind of feel like that. Like they're just sort of like filling in space with something that goes along with the picture. I mean, maybe not entirely. I'm sure they had some idea of what the French-Canadian right. people were saying. but The
1: fact that it's French-Canadian strongly suggests that they kind of did the English version almost like concurrently or, or like right after. Um, Could be. Because yeah. they probably were wanting to release it in both languages, even in Canada, I'm guessing. It's um, possible, sure. So yeah, they, they probably were like all over that. Yeah. Which maybe may is why it's like a mix. Like some of it's actually pretty good. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I wish that I'd like clocked like w- so. They start playing around with like snow machines and skiing, and and I, I wish I'd looked at like the um, the time on it because I feel like it's like fifty percent of the movie, right? Like it's like th- there's a part where they're basically just like let's just play in the snow, and it feels like that's the whole middle section. Like that's all they're doing for a very very long time. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I was, um,
0: I think I was getting up to go to the kitchen to refill my drink a few times while that happened. I you like, just didn't, didn't bother.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah, I mean, well, because I, okay, I can see it from where I'm at. You
1: know, <laughs> from... You'll be in the snow when I come back. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> but, you know, it does, it does remind me a lot of my own, I mean, I'm going back to my childhood a lot in this episode. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> uh, I lived, because, uh, again, I, I also lived in upstate New York for a few years. When we moved back to the States from Europe. We uh we lived in upstate New York for three three years, like 30 minutes away from Canada. We would even sometimes go into Canada, um, and actually my family ancestry on my dad's side comes from uh,
1: Quebec, so yeah. Um, this movie is uh, straight up Quebec, I think. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, they even mention. I mean, I don't know if that's what they were intending, but they, um, I don't, cause I have no idea about how the voice acting was made, but. The uh, at one point they say yeah like grandma uh, grandma lives over out in Watertown, Watertown was the town I lived in up in oh, wow. upsta- upstate New York, but I don't know if that's what they're referring to because Watertown is gotcha. a pretty common name. Sure, sure. My dad also grew up coincidentally in Watertown, Massachusetts. So <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of Watertowns, but a I just th- but it has it just resonated for me because of that because like you know Cause maybe I, it
1: was not a million miles away from from your Watertown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It checks out. Maybe you were in this movie.
0: <laughs> no, well, how, are I you could, Frankie? Um, no, no, I'm not Frankie, and I'm not. What's her name? Kathy. Either? Kathy, I'm. You're I not. Mean, you're not the Martian. I'm definitely not the fucking Martian. <laughs> don't don't even insinuate that. I, I, <laughs> no. The
1: Martian always reminds me that we've only been talking about how repulsive he is, and so I I don't don't mean it that way. But he always reminds me a little of Eugene Merman. Um, oh, yeah, I tell you, I, t- I get what you, you're but saying. But, you know, Eugene Merman doing, like, a very exaggerated, yes. uh, crazy over-the-top bit. Yeah. Which, you guys, is, is, like, if you if you did a parody of, like, kind of, like, a really over-the-top, like, Mork and Mindy type of just, yes. like, you know, do, like, a really silly alien. You know, like, like an alien who's got, like, a, he's wearing, like, a, a, a spinner hat and yeah. um, <laughs> just, just a real wacky guy, you, you would not do... <laughs> your wildest impression wouldn't be like 20% of what this guy is actually up to. Um, yeah. Which again, when you, when you're in these like crazy, like skiing scenes, that's where you really start getting into, <laughs> getting into his character. Cause he, he's just sort of like flopping around on skis and like riding behind the uh, snowmobile. And he does a lot of like, he just does stuff where he'll just be like, <laughs> like he's just doing this weird, insane laugh. Like, yeah. Forced like, haha laughter. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, I think it's at this point he f- finally starts actually
0: speaking English. Like, yeah.
1: Oh, my. We didn't even cover the fact that he speaks English by he records them saying, like, maybe 13 words at most and then turns it into a smoothie or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he has them speak into a microphone and then makes a little beverage from yeah. their words. Oh,
0: that's right. He's drinking from, yeah. like, this giant, like
1: tube like a chemistry set yeah, tube like or something. It, it, he has microphones that run to like tubing that runs to like a blender and and he drinks he drinks the English language. That's what happens. He drinks the English language. Man, and then, this movie is well and, and really he drinks, up, man. He, he, he drinks Earth language because he has to try a few languages first. So somehow from recording their English words, he's like um well again it's a dub, but you know what I'm saying. It's yeah he, he lands on something different like he he records them and then he's kind of like okay it's earth and then he starts talking russian or something yeah and uh and and they're like no and he tries a few out and then he lands on their language that they can mutually agree on and then from then on he talks and he really talks a lot and it's it's bananas and he does a lot of like the like the like we're having fun type type, uh, like they're just he's constantly kind of narrating what they're up to in just a very Weird. Um like I wrote down he's <laughs> when Frankie's uh driving the stolen uh snowmobile, uh he's like, Ha ha, Frankie, you drive well. Yes. <laughs> One of those incredible like um, imagine saying you drive well in yeah. uh, any kind of real world scenario. <laughs> totally, totally, totally. Yeah.
0: yeah. Man, I wish I'd gotten that after getting my test <laughs> yeah.
1: instead of just like you passed. You know, if this if this movie was not was a like a known film, that would be like the that'd be the SNL like sketch. Of this character would be like um, the alien. I don't want to name him yet because we've got to ramp up to that. But the yeah. the the, Mar- the, Mar- the Martian is now a uh, driving instructor. Um, yeah. Oh my God. Just yeah. Tells everybody. Tells everybody you drive well. Yeah. Uh, classic, classic sketch material.
0: <laughs> totally. Totally. <laughs> a crossover with Toonsis the cat
1: potential too. Yeah. So, and then I, I forget if he, uh he, he just, keep, he does the thing where he keeps on displaying new powers. Um yeah. So yeah, like you said, he's got the, um he's got like a magic dress up ring on his belt. Yeah. Like he yeah. like spins a thing on his belt and he can like get different uh Halloween costumes. Some of yes. them vaguely racist. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or
0: suggestive or just like, yeah, everything. It's just, it's
1: every, every way it, it could be off-putting uh, and then I, he has some kind of bubble power but i didn't really understand somebody said it, it come out of his head but i never <laughs> got that impression it just seemed like he was always they were always around him so maybe, that's a power that's a martian power maybe um,
0: they're like just like some kind of parasitic life form you know like yeah <laughs> they're like these little bubble shaped like like you know how like we have our gut bacteria and or face mites that are really microscopic that just live on us you know yeah each
1: each of those bubbles is going off to to uh kill someone or ruin the environment yeah yeah of the fun games till the bubbles start yeah
0: (laughs) that's the sequel like (laughs) the bubbles take over the ecosystem and
1: cause like complete havoc but then Um, you already mentioned that he kind of can pop around like uh teleport himself but he doesn't that comes up in like the 11th hour like which is always such a weird thing when um you got to have like more logic when you have a character with, with crazy superpowers. Like, yeah, (laughs) I don't, I don't know why that just always like bothers me when you're sort of like already, you've made your like mental list of what somebody can do. And then like at the end of the movie or whatever, it's like, Oh, and also they can, time travel or
0: yeah <laughs> uh, really fast
1: or wh- whatever it is that like hasn't come up because it hasn't been convenient so far yeah um and it's not even really like this they don't use it as as like a deus ex Machina thing to get him out of a situation he just does it for kicks like yeah he doesn't need to teleport he just does it um, yeah because he thinks it's funny i think <laughs>
0: yeah yeah i mean that's what i was saying like earlier about like the ending scene like like where they're all kind of like coming after him now i realize oh he went out there deliberately
1: to fuck with them Not, to, not <laughs> there's, to, a, there's a part earlier where it's like they're in some vague danger because they're stuck on top of the uh saucer and yeah. he's got all kinds of powers and he doesn't use any of them yeah it's just it, it's just one of those weird things when you, you try to introduce a new power too late and then it's kind of like well wouldn't they have been doing that the whole time yeah <laughs> The other thing I was going to say about the, the skiing sequence is that when you you really get into like this unbelievable score that the movie has, yeah, that, that they really lean on for all the the scenes, and that's another one where gun to my head, I cannot tell you if I love it or hate it. It reminds but it's me unbelievable what the, what they do with the music in this movie.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, cause, well, because like there's like a lot of parts where it's just kind of standard sort of 70s folk rock kind, but then there's like this. Like you said, like this weird Martian music, um, which is like, it reminds me of like something that would be like on I don't know, Ralph Records or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, or it actually also kind of reminds me of uh, uh, Aphex Twin in the, that had like an unreleased album literally called Melodies from Mars. Uh-huh. And a lot of it sounds kind of like that, where it has kind of like that weird Christmas music, but also Martian, just like, you know, kind of sound yeah. to it and like it reminded me a lot of that too like whoever's was, whoever's was making that martian music was having some fun
1: yeah That's... it's 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 wild it's like there's kind of an ongoing well there's a couple like kind of ongoing themes that they keep using and um it's it's definitely like that it, it's kind of a stock thing to to do that kind of um like it comes up like on mr science theater sometimes where, where yeah They'll, they'll they'll do kind of like the circus music and um, yeah yeah and they'll uh, it's a lot of times they'll say like we're on a collision course with wackiness <laughs> like yeah. one of those moments like it's just that music where it's just like the the movie's just kind of like all right so here we need to show that um, that wackiness is ensuing. And yeah. so everybody just kind of goes, to, and it does, like the very typical, like it's kind of like a march where it's just kind of like, yeah, like yeah. but then this un, unbelievable, like other part starts coming in. It's just kind of like this like, <laughs> meow, 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 yes, crazy <laughs> synth music. And then there's even like, as they kind of keep returning, turning to it, they start just throwing in like random beeping, which yeah, actually is kind of like, um like a little bit of like a resonance sound or something because it's, it doesn't. Totally they start doing a thing where there's just, it sounds like somebody's starting to like just push numbers on the phone and like a specifically, it doesn't go with the rhythm. It doesn't like, there's no logic to it at all. It's just, there's just all of a sudden just like independently of the main score, it just starts going like, (laughs) like on a totally different tempo. And it's kind of mind blowing. Like, it's like, I can't, I can't believe that this is what they went with. I know that like, if, um, if the movie was actually like a cult film, and they just did one of those things. I mean, they do this all the time, like, you know, like Mondo and other vinyl companies will like put out soundtracks yeah. for movies that, you know, are they're terrible, but everybody likes to have fun. And they put out, you know, their deluxe, like <laughs> three, uh, three yeah. record, like colored vinyl with like a gorgeous uh, cover that somebody painted that must have taken longer than it took to make the movie that they're. Yeah, um, more effort. Yeah, just, <laughs> put it yeah, to just the whatever like dumb yeah. movie they're 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 putting out the soundtrack for. If they did that for this movie, I would a hundred percent buy it just because.
0: Yeah, I mean it's, it, it's, it's so unusual. It does sound cool. Uh, I get, I do have to give props to the music. It definitely is often. I often find that the music is often the most interesting part of like a lot of these movies. Like, it's probably just some guy with a synthesizer or, or whatever. Just let him cut loose and come up with something unique. Or interesting something about movies
1: makes people always go um including me there's just like a there's kind of like i i think i can i got it like there's just like a thing where like random just farmers and stuff or like uh i can make a movie i'll figure it out whereas like people don't do that with music as much so yeah i think it's like they just throw a movie together and they're just like well we got to do music like uh so somebody probably actually has to say like Oh, I actually do know a guy that um, is actually a music, you know, like <laughs> they yeah. call in a professional and then the professional has such a low stakes job that he's just like, wow, this movie's crazy. I'm just going to lay down some mad science on top of this.
0: Totally. Yeah, exactly. I mean that, that it's like, it's just the license to cut loose and like you often get the most fun out of that kind of uh, those kinds of things. He does He does another
1: uh, crazy delivery that um, I wish, I wish that, I wish that we had like a little like DJ uh, soundboard button. Uh, kind of like, <laughs> That's what I want for
0: Christmas, Santa. You're listening. <laughs> just
1: a, a soundboard filled with Christmas Martian clips. Yeah, <laughs> the the crazy theme and just every everything that the the Martian says. But yeah. which again, I I I don't want to call him the Martian because I don't think he's from Mars. He pretty much lays out that he's not from Mars. But the movie the movie uh, begs to differ with it with its big title. Fair but enough. He he says um i had to take it back because i couldn't even figure out what he was trying to say but it's the part where they have this they steal the snow plow they take the snowmobile back and steal the snow plow and frankie is just like having fun you know like throwing snow around for no reason and he he like i guess what happens is he pushes all the snow on top of the saucer and so then it, it it cuts to the margin like a just tight close up of his face, and he just starts rambling, and he's kind of doing that like Jeff Goldblum thing where he's just like yeah yeah, <laughs> the modulation is like way off, like he's like slowing s- slowing down a syllable, and then all of a sudden like throwing in six. Yeah yeah, I, I had to rewind it just to be like, what is is he mad? Like like he's basically saying, um, oh it's cool that you did that, um, but hey you, you put all the snow on top of my saucer that's basically what he's trying to deliver and again it took me a couple of rounds to be like "What is he even is he mad about it is does he think again is it one more thing he thinks is funny i couldn't for the life of me figure out like just without having to analyze it some what he was even trying to get across yeah
0: <laughs> mysteries abound yeah i mean but he just he, do, he
1: just does this totally ridiculous like like, he's just like, oh, Frankie, that's good what you did. It's good. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, but yes. Why'd you have to throw all that snow on my flying saucer? Like yes, it's, yes. It's pitched to that level of just like, you're just watching him at heart And you're just like, what's, what's going on? What's it sounds like
0: it sounds like the kinds of things i say to myself when i'm alone
1: and just yeah and just kind of just whatever i mean right like not not fully formed words you're just kind of like no where to uh (laughs) yeah and
0: like because nobody's around you don't care and you're just goofing off you just kind of riff with that you know or just especially when i'm talking to my cat i you know it'll start off like an english phrase like what are you doing kitty
1: it's gradually
0: devolves you know because but because nobody it doesn't matter because you're just by yourself so yeah Which, I mean,
1: if that's if that's like your uh pure form you know
0: yeah yeah i mean that's apart be, from
1: society maybe this movie's ahead of the curve in terms of just you know on Mars they're just they're more advanced they don't uh yeah they, they don't have, have they all these filters about... man that we <laughs> yeah <laughs> all these I'm, ha- I'm having trouble correctly and perfectly forming words so you know they they're ahead to finally kind of land the land the flying saucer um <laughs> when, when, when he's when he... very late in the game they've been hanging out with him all day um which again kind of like flight of the navigator they do they do a thing where they're just like can we like just joyride in your um spaceship and he's like of course your um two kids whose parents don't know where you are. I can't think yeah. of one single reason why we wouldn't just fly around the world. So they do, which they do with the amazing special effect of they just look at a TV screen that you're yes. supposed to believe is like the... <laughs>
0: Honestly, though, I will say that effect isn't too bad. Like,
1: it- Yeah, I don't mind it at all. It, it, again, it feels very Sesame Street, but yeah, yeah, it's, I mean- it's just funny because they're, they're just watching stock footage of like, yeah, yeah. stuff around go- the world. And they're just like, here we are in the North Pole. And it's just, you know...
0: Yeah, I, I'm. I'm surprised they don't ask. Oh, is is Santa there? I was it like, is
1: such a letdown that it's. It's like it's, it's not the Christmasiest of Christmas movies for sure. But yeah, the fact it's that like, they literally go to the North Pole yeah, and it's, it's like, not. It's not like it's a grounded movie. Like there's no. Yeah, There's yeah. no reason Santa Claus couldn't appear. Like we, we've gone far beyond the ridiculousness yeah, exactly. of Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: exactly. So I'm like, why not? You know. But it's funny. Like it's he, like no, I'm not allowed at the North pole. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I feel, I, I I mean, that's the feeling you get about this guy. Like yeah. he's not, he's been kicked out of a lot of towns across the universe. You know, like he's yeah. been <laughs>
1: like, he it's... talks about
0: this family he has back on his home planet. You know? uh, the,
1: the end of it should be like, like a planes, trains and automobiles thing where like, he's been talking about getting back to his family the whole time. And the, the, it just cuts to Frankie, like, thinking through the day and remembering all the times he talked about his family. It's just like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> totally. It's just, it just it's just cuts to, like, the Martian just hanging out down by, like, a shed somewhere. Like, I'm not a Martian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just have nowhere to go.
0: <laughs> totally. <laughs> he also tells them that he has two kids just like them. Oh, yeah, his name. That's right, his name.
1: Yes. Which he does—he does the the splash thing where he does like a crazy, um, a sound or whatever that that's supposed to be his name. Yeah, um, but then he translates. <laughs> what does he eventually say? It is he's, like he says his name is Pooh Flower. Pooh, yes, yes, Pooh Flower. Yes. Like, <laughs> and, he, and he even prefaces it by saying he makes like a funny noise and they laugh, and um, and he's like, oh, you know, that's my Martian name, but. Actually, you'd think my real my 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 translator name is funny too, because it's Pooh Flower. Like he know he knows it's the dumbest name, and they they all laugh together. Like they're all like, "Ha, that's a hilarious, ridiculous name that you've been saddled with." Um, yeah. And then like they they say it casually like a few times after that, and it's just it's crazy. Like it's yeah, it's crazy. Like it's <laughs> I okay, totally it's, it's, I it's totally not like a fake movie. Like it's a real movie, and they gave him the name Pooh Flower. <laughs> Well, and they come back to it a few times. Like, they even try to be sincere with it a few times. Like, just kind of like, I wonder what Pooh Flower is doing. <laughs> I'm
0: going to miss you, Pooh Flower.
1: I was just thinking about Pooh Flower, what he's doing, where he's been. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Whether he's thinking about me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I mean, what do you say to that? I mean, it, that's his name. He's, his name yeah. is Poo Flower. That kind of sums nice. up the movie. I mean,
1: <laughs> honestly, we probably could have just left it there. I mean, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's bananas. So yeah, I mean, he reveals his name is Poo Flower again. What's funny is I, I, I've probably for, have forgotten that several times even though I keep rewatching it and, Like this time, time. I was kind of, I was kind of, I was kind of like, wait, what's this guy's name? Like they've been hanging out with him for like, and almost like immediately when I thought that is when they were like, wait, what's your name? Yeah. (laughs) It was like, uh, oh, you've literally, you've really synced up with the movie. You're like really like uh, the movie's wife. Like, it's it's answering all the questions right before I'm about to ask them. Yeah. Totally simpatico.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's the it's that Martian frequency. You're just
1: finally attuned to it. So um, pretty much we already said like um, the the town kind of closes in on him. Uh, they they are led by this ridiculous cop who's again kind of funny. Like he's he's always eating in like a way that clearly is uh, like it's it's a joke. Like that they're, yeah. they're playing it up in kind of like um, a Smokey and the Bandit tone or something. That he's just kind of like this big crazy cop who's just eating all the time. Yeah. Um, and like isn't very good at his job.
0: Oh yeah. Also also there's like this okay so there's like this little thing he. The Martian eventually, you know, has to leave. Uh, so he is like, you know, they're all like, Oh, are we ever gonna see you again? The way he answers them <laughs> is so shifty sounding. I don't,
1: yeah. And and it's the 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 cop and the Martian both do these weird, like, they kind of sort of break the fourth wall a couple times, and he does that in that scene, like, he does a thing that I Again, I can only guess as to his motivations in any given moment. But yeah, the exact part you're talking about, it feels like they're trying to do a thing where they think the audience has really bonded with him. And so it feels like he's kind of like, at first he's talking to the kids, like kind of like, I don't know if I'll see you again. Um, You know, hopefully one day we can play together again. But then, yeah, he kind of shifts it as if he's talking to the audience, which I think is supposed to be one of those things where it's just like, you kids at home, like um, hopefully we can hang out again. And it's just like, uh, hey, buddy, yeah, yeah. The, kid, the kids are not waiting to hang out. Yeah, again.
0: We are not letting you in this. this <laughs> <laughs> no but it, it felt you. like one
1: of those like um, vague sequel. Thing, like, yeah, they, totally. They didn't actually think they were going to do one, but totally. it was just sort of like one of those like, uh, yeah, no, you never know. Like um, stranger things have happened. Maybe maybe we'll uh, go for another ride. Yeah. Um, you know, they sort of like nudge to the camera a little bit and are just kind of like, Hey you. And you're just like, Whoa, I didn't, you have it established, and that's the kind of movie this is. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's like those Shakespearean
0: like monologues where they like talk to the audience.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 The, the, the the cop always eating like hot dogs all day is like the, <laughs> the Greek, the Greek chorus.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Very but hard. that on the, on the DVD, the Christmas Martian is just
1: like Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So when they all, when they all kind of close in, like we already kind of mentioned, it's like it almost becomes a, a, a legit for just a, a brief moment. Like it's like it's shot at night. It looks pretty good. They 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 put all these like icicles on the spaceship, which again felt very like kind of ambling. Yeah. Um, just like uh, just it it had a nice vibe to it for you know all of thirty seconds maybe. Yeah. Um, but but like the you know like the. The snowmobile posse is closing in. It's cold. It's they're night. They literally
0: call themselves a posse too. I mean, yeah. those are, those <laughs> that's... part. Like we're really gonna like take this guy and string him up. I yeah. Mean, they are. <laughs> but but when they catch him, they're like, catch him alive. We're gonna send you to some scientists.
1: Yeah, they're they're weirdly attached. Uh, that's one of those things that has changed about small towns, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Small towns of the '70s are just kind of like, we found an alien. We're gonna donate it to science. Yeah, obviously, small towns now are like, "Fuck science! We're gonna eat it. We're gonna like make them do our billet bidding, like anything but science." I wish it was science that we were kidnapping instead of this alien. To be honest, I wish we could kidnap science and just put it in a box and kick it every day.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they they really want to see that thing dissected. I mean, and that's like you know where you get that alien autopsy video from. It's just like this awful looking. Sex pervert
1: Martian. On the table. <laughs> Let's just cut off the fishnets, and then yeah. we can be, we can we can begin this autopsy. <laughs> oh God! Oh man! I mean, the, cut cut off cut off his rubber pants. Yeah, and, I mean, um, I've 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 get rid of all these bubbles.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I've have expressed my distaste for this Martian, but picturing that just oh man, I don't want to see.
1: That. <laughs> so then there there's a there's a quick coda like that does bring it back around to he's the christmas martian so i was trying to follow this too where the the uh canadian santa custom seems to be that they they send the kids to bed the dad immediately dresses up as santa and then yeah. it seemed like they they woke the kids back up to yeah. like just casually hand them like it's just so like the dad was basically talking to the mom while he was like it was like he didn't even like break you know nothing nothing happened like he was just like i right, get to bed get to bed kids and then he just starts like very casually sliding on a santa suit and then grabbing the gifts and he's yeah i like, oh, get the kids in here uh hey kids uh, here's here's uh here's some gifts and it just yeah like was a, a weird ritual and then yeah. amazingly the martian shows up um also, also dressed, dressed santa. as santa yeah. <laughs> which which um we had one of one of the marathon years was actually uh um the theme was too many santas and it was basically <laughs> like Perfect. anything we could find where there was like more than one santa which is yeah. such an absurdly specific thing but it was like it's almost like a weird it's one of those christmas movie like uh tropes that you yeah. don't think about it as much until like you you start notice like if you think about it once and you just start noticing like why do they always have to have a part where there's like 20 santas yeah <laughs> uh, it just comes up like again and again and again and so i i always love moments where there's like two dueling santas and then especially like, the cop's are so, like, so comically dumb about, like, they, like, don't really... It seems like they even get confused at one point, and they, like, forgot that they were after the Martian, and they were actually supposed to get Santa. But he (laughs) he shows up, he shows up after he's already been run out of town. He comes back as Santa, and he said goodbye, like, three times. Yeah, Um, Like, he's totally he's one of those guys. Like yeah. they can't,
0: they can't just make the final cut and hang up, you know, right. they gotta... which it's no
1: surprise. Like, even if you just look at him, you're like, this is going to be a guy who's going to be hard to get rid of.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's like, he's like, at this point he's like fucking Urkel or something. Yeah. So, yeah. He's just hanging around. <laughs> Kimmy Gibbler. He's just hanging around all day.
1: Yeah. Oh he's like the guy you're just like, maybe we should be nice to that guy. And then you're like, ah, I think that if we're nice to him, he'll he stay. Would never, <laughs> ever leave.
0: Yeah totally totally it's it's like the, it's like those customers you know like if, if you ever work retail you, you'll have people who just come in they will talk to you i mean it's fine it's nice to see people again and it's like oh hey how are you doing like maybe chat for a minute but there's some people just they just don't know how to go they just don't sure know. and sometimes <laughs> it's because they don't have anywhere to go really <laughs> i've known i worked at the mall for, for many years um so like what what kind of retail uh well uh like uh, selling a lot of useless stuff like as seen on tv products okay gotcha yeah i was at one of those that does seem like it it would attract uh oh absolutely we had we had exercise (laughs) machines and stuff we had like these well not even exercise just like things that like literally just shook you you just stood (laughs) on them and shook you right (laughs) you know it's like those old-timey yeah, those uh, old belts. Yeah, yeah, it's like that, but without the belt. So it's just right. like you're just standing on this thing. It's supposed somehow supposed to make. Huh. I mean, it, it's it's doing nothing. It's literally doing nothing to you, but like, yeah. but it feels like it's doing something. So, I mean, and and like, <laughs> so some people will just come on there, you know, or, or use. We also had a few like little massager machines and stuff. So they
1: would just come and like not stop being massaged. Basically we'd have to make people get up eventually because yeah, yeah. other people wanted to use it, you know, <laughs> but, uh,
0: it's really hard to get rid of people cause you can be, cause you feel like, a, you feel like a horrible person doing
1: it, but sometimes you have to, because yeah, it happens. <laughs> yeah. And it's, just... we're, we're doing a lot of uh, like weirdo bashing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sense. I mean, well there, there, there's but, uh, weirdo. This, this guy, this guy is, um, you know, He's, this Martian is that is that it's the kind of weird that's imposing like, weird. It's not yeah, like you're like I, you know. Yeah, he, I mean he can be himself somewhere else.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there's weird, and plenty of people are weird or unique or odd. Again, I mean, I'm pretty weird sometimes. But it's about imposing yourself. It's the kind of person who, it's the boundaries, man. You know. Yes. yes. This Martian has no fucking boundaries. <laughs> he needs he needs to learn them. I don't think they have him on his planet, maybe. Yeah. Or that's not that's his why fault.
1: He's, customs. Yeah. <laughs> or he
0: just, that's why he's not on his planet. They, they didn't like him either.
1: It, 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 it definitely, reading between the lines, it feels a lot now that you've said it that oh, he's not welcome back at his at yeah his, <laughs> or darkest version is he he killed his family and, yeah uh, exactly <laughs> there's, yeah. there's nobody back there or he's
0: just like a deadbeat guy who just leaves his family you know, go with Mary's another <laughs> right. know, another state you know <laughs> another planet you know uh, yeah,
1: dad, dad says his spaceship broke down on another planet again
0: <laughs> yeah he. I mean I swear dad went to go to the store and then he just never came back you know he always spends Christmas on Earth for some reason.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's always on Earth during my birthday. Oh, yeah,
0: but <laughs> the, but this brings up the, the thing you were mentioning earlier: how he's not from Mars,
1: at least. I mean, he, he could be as just. I forget exactly what he says, but like he's sort of explaining where he's from, and he, um, he says it's nearby. It
0: just, he says a nearby planet. That's all. Yeah, it, means. it
1: never really feels like. There's just a couple times where it comes up where it's just like it feels like he's like just from, you know, like. Um, like like any other generic family movie about aliens he's from some other planet you know he's not he's not from the known solar system he's from something else yeah but um, he could be i guess it's right there in the title um i mean uh, there's uh, there's something that he says that suggests that, like that doesn't seem like mars at all yeah yeah i mean he show he shows images of his home like for one thing there's not anybody living on mars so how could yeah. he have a wife and family back there that's ridiculous
0: yeah, well, maybe they're all underground. You never know. Maybe that's where all the Martians are. They're just they, it's an underground civilization. Or they have holograms put up, you know, uh, to hide or or maybe uh maybe it's he lives maybe he lives he comes from another dimension. That's parallel to Earth. So it's it could close. Be. He's maybe not
1: from Mars in 1971.
0: Right. It's an alternate Mars that never went dry and you know, and, and became a big desert. It's like, it's a, it's a Mars. Yeah. I mean, who knows? He's from an alternate timeline and maybe that's, uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. We're putting more thought was, to it. I was, I was wondering,
1: but now I, now I got it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? It could be from <laughs> anywhere. It doesn't matter. But like I said, he probably is just some intergalactic space pervert. So yeah, uh, I mean, that's I probably, think, he's I, probably I, wanted. I, I, I think and,
1: he's like, either some form of on the run or some form of unwanted. Um, yeah. He's definitely looking for something on Earth that yeah has been he, denied him somewhere
0: else. Yeah, he he's he's definitely got the death sentence on twelve systems.
1: But... <laughs> <laughs> so he he brings as he arrives at Santa, which you know, thinking of too, why does he even know about a custom like Santa? But you know, whatever. he
0: picked up the angle of the language pretty quickly, so maybe he just gu- has I a I guess
1: way. I guess maybe that was in the juice. The... Yeah. The, the, knowledge the, juice. the English language and Santa Claus and a few other things. Yeah, um, that's fair. That's fair. I take I I I, I take back my complaint. I mean, <laughs> he went the down juice. there
0: during Christmas time, so it, pro- it could, could, you could probably pick up something. I mean, yeah. he maybe he scanned those kids' minds, and uh, which is, sounds horrifying, you know like the court this is just my own fan fiction That i mean this movie's insidious it gets inside your head you it makes you want to like come up with a backstory to make it make sense but it's just like no it's not it's just like this ink blot uh that's there yeah. to
1: yeah, he, he, he really explains almost nothing about his uh background except that he's got a family he's got to get back to that's I think that's it. He does. He he talks a little about how Mar what Mars is like. Like he shows them. Um, he shows them like what their version of cars and stuff is, which is you know that's fun. That's oh
0: nice. yeah yeah that's right that's right. He it's it's like oh yeah is that what you drive around in? And he yeah. goes, oh, no, that's the, those are toys for children. We 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 like to move around. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's just the way he says it. It's very it's very pervy
1: sounding. So it's like. Well, uh, does he does he actually state like does he say something on the lines of like here's here's what we use for short term and here's what we use for long term travel? Which is why would they even that's that's quite a, that's something that you'd like, you know, put in a novel.
0: Yeah, you're talking you're getting to like Dune levels of granular, like yeah. world building shit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't you can't just build a world in like this one, one uh quick scene. I, I, you know, I kinda like that. I kinda like that that uh there's just a quick moment or he's just kind of like, and here's some stuff about Mars, anyways. Weren't we like dicking around in the snow? Let's get back to that. <laughs> yeah,
0: maybe there is a novelization that was never released. Let's let's hope so. Yeah, <laughs> you know what's really weird is like sometimes you'll find novelizations for movies that you
1: would never would imagine would have had a novelization. Yeah, I have no idea what the um, I don't know what the initial thing that like Spurs. The, I just saw one the other day for Jingle All the Way because I was just <laughs> kind of like Christmas ones. Was it, it a was kids like, Was it a kids book? Or yeah, was it, it was just like, like for kids. Okay, like, okay, that's I mean, not. That, that's not, That's not so. the great, but like, it was so specific. Like it looked like you just kind of like your classic novelization, and yeah. it's just like, what about this movie? Made somebody go. We got to have a book to go along with, like, because it wasn't like I understand, like, a kid's oh yeah, yeah, out, like the, the like you put it out like a kid's book, or, you know, like those Gremlins books, yeah, um, that were just like you know, like you look at like big pictures and you. It comes with stickers and stuff. Yeah, like, this wasn't that. This was like an actual, an actual novelization. It was, like, oh yeah,
0: well that reminds that me. Like when I was in third grade, I got, I read the uh, Home Alone novelization. Oh wow,
1: yeah, that's a, that's that's also an, an interesting thing to exist.
0: But I remember I remember reading. It was very much it. It was just the plot of the movie in the book form.
1: I mean, it's all it yeah, was. I think that that art of like the novelization kind of gets to take some liberties because they would have like a like a reasonable legit artist um, author uh, do the, uh, do the book. And a lot of times they would kind of take some liberties with it. Or a lot of times I think it's because they were doing it before the movie was even like fully out of production. Yeah. I mean, like they usually basically basing, very, basing
0: like, it on like an earlier draft of the script. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was like
1: a very like seventies eighties thing. Doing oh yeah. Well I remember like, well the
0: famously the novelization of predator in the eighties was based on an early, early draft of the script. Where the predator was like a shapeshifter that could like turn into mist and stuff like that, oh, wow. so and not just, just camouflage. It but...
1: didn't apply at all.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it was like it was a very different uh, than the final. I mean, yeah, that happens all the time. But I'm I I just I just I just like the idea that somebody would have bothered with a novelization
1: for this movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Just just to try to write out like, um, you know, I don't know. They play around some more. Um, maybe they have yeah. a snowmobile now. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. They got a snowmobile. We're uh, getting paid by the word. This is <laughs> word here. I gotta pad this out. Just yeah. Chapter after chapter, just kind of like, huh? What else? Um, I don't know. Maybe we go to the sheriff again, and he's like, "Where is that crazy alien?" Um, yeah. Have we done snow? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, oh, but it, he. Uh, I, I, uh, I forgot to say that. I I like that when he dressed up as Santa, he brings them. Um, a miniature he brings them. A miniature version of the spaceship which honestly I, I wasn't totally clear if it was actually his spaceship and he has the power to make it small or if he just does he just carry around like model versions of his own spaceship why would you do that
0: well yeah well it's because he's a space pervert yeah he's one of those guys he carries around when he sees a kid oh you want a toy spaceship <laughs> to play with yeah because he's that kind of
1: freak um it's a spaceship that later somebody's going to point to and be like here's where it happened Yes. I here's mean, the part here's the part of the spaceship where things took a turn.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've I mean, I have you know, being a student of UFO lore and mythology, I've read so many alleged accounts of you know, strange examinations of abductees on spaceships and things like sure. that. But I can't fucking imagine the horrors that this <laughs> creature could be capable of. I just don't I mean, I it, the mind, you know, reels at the the possibilities and the horror. I mean, it's I'm I'm getting in HP Lovecraft mode here, just thinking of like the, like just the awful horror of it all. Yeah, uh, I mean, is there anything else that we really have to say about this movie? I think we. Um,
1: I, I feel like we've said more than anyone's ever said about it. I do think it's just interesting to. Um, I I I think it's interesting, um, like what you're doing with the. Uh, um, with, uh, you know, a specific through line of sci-fi movies to sort of slowly build this catalog of, like, you know, what what different types of, um, of aliens yeah. are, are out there. I mean, yeah, and I love that this just, like, this just is one of those where, like, if you had, like, a list of um, types, where where would you even put this? Like, it's it's one of those that would break your system, you know?
0: Like, oh, you totally, know, totally. Kind of, like, a I
1: card mean... catalog for kind of, like, Well, you've got, you've got like, um, like the big crazy, like man eating alien. Then you got like the, um, the benevolent, uh, humanoid alien. Yeah. This, this guy is just kind of like, no, I, I don't know where to put this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he definitely, I mean, I, I guess there is a precedent with like, you know, the uh, the alien trickster things, but he's just, this guy's not another level of, yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't
1: quite fit. Um, yeah even though it is kind of just following like the um I was going to say it follows just kind of like the formula of like a nice alien crashes on earth but I don't know how many of those there really were when this movie came out to its yeah. credit um cuz that was really like the the ET um explosion of rip-offs and stuff that it was just a series of uh nice aliens arriving and befriending kids
0: Yeah I mean there I mean there were like a lot of sitcoms about
1: about aliens, yeah, like yeah I guess it Martian is probably inspired like by my favorite Martian and, and Mork and Mindy. Or is Mork and Mindy old enough to be? No, an I think Mork and Mindy's this? definitely after this. Yeah, I think um, I think this movie is an influence on Mork and Mindy. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I think Robin, Robin Williams saw it and was just like, um, Yeah, this this guy speaks to me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I would say there it's not completely agree just to put them on a continuum with each other
1: yeah, he, it's 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 robert williams-esque in some ways less less control and
0: uh, yeah i mean definitely less no, body hair less like a pH. <laughs> less cocaine maybe but uh yeah. <laughs> this alien doesn't need cocaine whatever he's got
1: is more than enough for him <laughs> I don't know that's but true it's it's a it's a wild performance but yeah it doesn't it somehow doesn't feel like one of those kind of like drugged up performances it just no, no. Like it's no no phoned in from another another dimension
0: yeah um, yeah i mean it's literally i think it's probably because the guy's probably not a professional actor he's just well
1: a... he kind of is that's one of the crazy things about this movie is that if you're I just i usually just you know i'm clicking around trying to see like oh is anybody from this or is he okay and, and he's pretty legit. Uh he's in like some of all fears of all things. Yeah. Uh <laughs> um, The Tom know, Clancy movie with Ben yeah, Affleck. I, I don't know how let's see how far down the cast list he is. Um but he's he's in movies. Um he's the only he's the only guy in the movie I think is that's um like a legit you know, like actor, a regular working actor which honestly is a little it's it's a little hard to get your head around but
0: (laughs) yeah yeah i mean well then again i an
1: outsider performance somehow
0: yeah i mean again he's playing a character that it doesn't have a nor is not a typical character to begin with so he's he's trying to he's inventing this performance from scratch basically not going not having any other prototype to go off of so maybe that's why it has that sense of freshness um but it's also completely horrifying. And the voice actor, whoever did the voice acting, uh, I think honestly he even more than the guy who's physically embodying the Martian.
1: probably it is it's, I think it's that guy needs how... to
0: that guy needs to be arrested. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. He's probably dead now. I mean, this movie's like almost 50 years old, but yeah I, I swear that the sounds he makes just chill me to the bone. <laughs> <laughs> to my very wow. marrow, I just, I, I just cannot stand it. That guy's voice—it's just so, so creepy. I mean, it's funny sometimes, but then I'm, re- I just—it's the juxtaposition. It's everything. It's not, it's not one thing. Though I mean, <laughs> like the appearance is terrifying enough, but it's that, it's that voiceover performance. Where it, it just, just unsettles me. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, it is. I, that's always interesting just how much of a difference that can make like uh like one of the famous things about manos the hands of fate is yeah that, um, is that some people that were sort of around say that the torgo guy was a pretty decent actor and it's just because the director dubbed yeah and every character that it comes across as this really horrible performance and that's a little hard to believe, but. Not real I mean, like you can sort of understand that oh yeah a lot yeah. of times especially again if you're if you're making really bold choices, um, like this guy, this actor in Chris's martian clearly is, then if you're just getting part of the package, like if you're like having to, you know, like see that through the blinds of somebody else kind of messing with it, then it's like, well, yeah, like I was doing something totally crazy with that. So like you have to get the full package to really appreciate what it was. So a little skeptical that uh, either Torgo or the Christmas Martian were secretly like
0: uh, masterpiece
1: performances, but you do, you do lose a lot if you don't get the, uh, the original vocalizations. I do have
0: a question about this movie. Okay. So <laughs> at the beginning and the end, it says it was released by Xerox corporation.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. I looked that up actually. Um, did they I actually the same, dabble
0: had, in film releasing for a while yeah, I,
1: I had i had the same thought and short answer is yes um the the xerox corporation had like a education department and, okay um they kind of went into filmmaking it seemed like it was pretty brief um but yeah they had done they did like a lot of um it seems like they started doing educational films like stuff that would have been like um you know like something teachers put on projectors. yeah 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 um but they did like uh the ricky ticky tabby cartoon that everybody watched as a kid really um and a few other things that were kind of like um i think they did um what's the uh it's another christmas movie um with like the cat the cricket something
0: the cricket in times square because i remember that having like the same style of animation it was on they used to show it like a nickelodeon sometimes i think
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. They, they don't feel
0: like this movie but um no i mean i imagine they just bought stuff that was out there just to release probably it,
1: it sounds like this movie kind of came from this producer guy who ended up being kind of like canadian children's entertainment royalty yeah uh, this producer guy who ended up being kind of like Canadian children's entertainment royalty yeah. Uh, so they probably were Xerox was probably more involved in the distribution but yeah, yeah. It's kind of it would wild. be funny
0: though if he came to Xerox with the pitch he's like hey <laughs> I w- you guys could put up some money for this I promise you I mean it's gonna be so it's gonna be so <laughs> worth your while uh, we're gonna be making copy <laughs> sorry sorry <laughs>
1: um yeah no it's definitely it's it strikes you if if if, uh i mean xerox was they they had their like a brand on point like they were just all over um so yeah it's 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 definitely striking when you watch this having lived through the xerox era um, yeah beginning to end and uh, you kind know, of like Xerox, <laughs> what are they
0: doing here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there. I mean, there was a brief time, like early, like early in the. Uh, I mean, in the, um, especially like in that in the, early, late '60s, early '70s, because a lot of the studios were kind of like, f- the studio system was kind of fading, and like a lot of the newer, you know, the new Hollywood people were coming in and starting to revitalize things. But then again, there was also these corporations buying out the, these old studios. And like a lot of these corporations were just like you know, like what I think uh, I think the one that bought Warner Brothers or one of those uh one of the studios, one of the classic studios, the, the company that bought it was actually like a big like like massive like chain of funeral homes or something, like a big corporation oh, that wow. did that. Yeah, so it was like, you know, they were just like kinda of, guess diversifying into movies or whatever. But like that happened a lot. So I wouldn't be surprised if that was just like a little brief like a little foray that the company did at the time to, to expand its portfolio or whatever. I don't know. But, uh, I mean, you get that now s- still like other company, other cop, I mean, uh, mega corporations buy the other corporations. So yeah, it makes sense. I
1: think sense. they I think just try to hide it more by, yeah. Um, you know, renaming like the parent company, but yeah, there's still weird acquisitions and things like that. But yeah, I mean, like, yeah, you'd it always does seem like... like there was a time when just everybody was getting into filmmaking in a, in a way that was, that's kind of surreal to look back on just yeah. like,
0: a... I think, well, I think it really was the breakdown of the old studio system. You know, it was just like completely kind of crumbling because like all the old studio heads were dying and people weren't going to see the same movies anymore. They were going to like these more newer, younger, not always independent, but like definitely more like, you know, movies like, you know what I'm talking about, Easy Riders, yeah. Raging Bulls era, you know that <laughs> whole thing, you know. Um, uh,
1: like uh, maybe uh, maybe Dunkaroos needs to get into the
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dunkaroos. Yeah, oh my God, Dunkaroos getting into like they and they and they just like finance this amazing like harrowing movie about like drug addiction or something (laughs) like (laughs) yeah
1: like it's kind of like um i i i was gonna say it's kind of like the whole like uh um mel brooks producing like all the amazing movies he produced like that it's lesser for him to be like a comedy guy but it is just you know it's interesting where you just kind of like yeah, oh, like produces.
0: yeah, he like he produced movies by David Lynch and David Cronenberg. Right. I yeah, mean, yeah. <laughs> the two crazy Davids, man. He he did, but and like yeah, and I th- I think that's that's always interesting when that happens. Yeah, for sure.
1: <laughs> I wonder if there are some great examples of just you know like great like cult films that you know were paid for by Crystal Pepsi or whatever. Oh, I'm sure. The they're,
0: they're they're definitely. But there's a really
1: obvious one that like. I'm not thinking about point, yeah yeah they'll be like oh right the famous one everybody knows about
0: well it's still it still makes me feel weird whenever i see a movie that says netflix presents that, like it's an actual movie type movie right. on there like seeing a scorsese movie that's actually netflix presents <laughs> right you know even though it's a totally legit movie it's it's literally made by netflix which just it just it just doesn't sound right you know uh but yeah. you know it is what it is it is what it is you know
1: <laughs> that was the that was the tagline on the posters with the Christmas Martian <laughs> yeah it
0: is what it is <laughs> uh, the, the, I, I wish I spoke French because yeah
1: I, I'm sure you know uh well but man we got, a, we got a Martian he likes Christmas <laughs> <laughs> that'll, that, that'll be 25 cents for the day
0: yeah well man I uh, we really, I think, truly dissected this thing. Yeah,
1: I we we went we went all the way through. Yeah. We came out the other side of the Christmas Martian.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we were born new, like the Star Child at the end of two thousand one. <laughs> Just like this new the new race of people who have seen <laughs> and truly understood the Christmas Martian. How would you uh, rank
1: uh, Curtis Bartian compared to you know like the classic uh, sci-fi films like 2001 <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> I mean it's it's, a, it's in its own category I know it's, right? I know it's tough but <laughs> yeah yeah just, yeah where would you slot it with uh, 2001 and
0: um, yeah I will say though talking about it with it. Talking about it with you is actually may, did make me appreciate a lot more aspects of it than I. Yeah,
1: you're gonna find yourself like watching *Chris's Martian* at oh 3 a.m. in a couple of weeks. And just no,
0: like, I no, I don't think I'll I go that far. It. I can see it. Now. Oh no, 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 no. It's the Martian gonna, was right. It's not the gonna Martian go that right far. It's not gonna go that far. That Martian is never gonna win me over.
1: <laughs> po- I, pooh flower, <laughs> pooh
0: flower. No, poo flower. It needs to be killed. I, I, I still stand by that assessment completely. Um. He's out there somewhere, Pooh Flower.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, he's, so he's, they're, they're going to send all of our hearts. Yeah. So, so we need to send us some like hit squad into people's hearts and kill that motherfucker. <laughs> 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 of course, then again, he'll fuck with us. He'll like going. <laughs> yeah. He's riding uh, a snowmobile around there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh man, I think I'm. I think I can't even barely talk anymore. Um, <laughs> uh, but thank you so much, John. Uh, so yes, I'm not sure when this is actually going to be finished and up, but
1: uh, yeah, no worries. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it won't be up before uh marathon this year's 2021's uh, marathon, which is um, the weekend after we're recording this. Um, yeah, but, but uh, uh yeah. last year we was the first time we switched to um. Kind of doing stuff on Twitch because of necessity, obviously. Yeah. Um, so this year we're kind of splitting the difference. So I say that because last year I, I know that we did a lot of um, mostly I just got bored throughout the uh, holidays and kept just kind of like putting more stuff up. So um, watch the McCarathon space um, both on Twitch, uh, just twitch username Macarathon, and then our instagram which is uh, Macarathon with an underscore after it because i suspect strongly that there will be a lot of um encores or kind of micro versions of Macarathon kind of throughout um christmas and then at, on new year's last time we played a bunch of like New Year's stuff, like weird, like the New Year's Martian. um We didn't talk about the sequel, the New Year's Martian. There is one. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, oh, oh! I was like, I didn't. If the, I mean, if there if was only. one.
0: Yeah, I mean, you you've been wait, like like. I'd like, be funny. You were just waiting the whole episode just to drop that bomb. There is a sequel, <laughs> the Christmas Martian's
1: shiny New Year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh my God oh Anyways, yeah
1: uh, so, so there might be some there might be some marathon stuff going on even once this airs but otherwise there's usually like fun christmas oddities kind of being posted on the instagram throughout the year uh beyond yeah. christmas and then we'll be back next year
0: yeah definitely uh check that out everybody because um yeah. Uh thank you so much, John. Uh thank you. Oh and you can
1: follow my my own is uh JJ by Cuspid. Uh is is my um uh, non Christmas uh Instagram. Yes. Everybody's gotta have the Christmas and non-Christmas Instagram. Yeah. Oh,
0: it's a it's a it's a good Instagram. You do like these little illustrations of stuff.
1: Thank you. Yeah, I'm drawing we're we're both film background and I, I'm literally trying to draw as an old man because i'm just like ah film's too hard man i gotta do something else
0: (laughs) yeah just do some kind of creative outlet so you can yeah exactly
1: like i'm not gonna suddenly be good at this but i just gotta not go crazy and trying to make all my friends help me make a movie has proven to be uh more trouble than it's worth so i'll just draw (laughs) (laughs) by myself i'll just drink in my house and draw funny animals it's fine
0: yeah there you go um but yeah, but you can always come here on Saucer Cinema and talk about the movies. <laughs> yes,
1: yes. Thank you for having me back and for um, letting me subject you to um, whatever this was.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, um, I'm definitely a changed person. So yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh,
1: post CM world. Yeah, suppose. So
0: <laughs> All right, Matt. We'll post- take it easy. Flower world. Yeah, suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Poo flower. Poo flower. Oh, my God. I keep I forgetting. It's like one of those things I keep forgetting, and then I remember. Then it's just like, Jesus Christ, what did I subject myself to? Uh, <laughs> 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 All right. I'm gonna, I got to I got I ha yes, Unlike yes. poo flower, I have to stop at some point. Yes, time, time, time to go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> If you have any constructive comments, movie suggestions, or stories of your own otherworldly sightings or encounters, drop us a line at saucercinemapod at gmail.com.